0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. New, 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 new world order. New, 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 new. Yeah, shout out to the Coach Gang.
1: And that's you.
0: For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Wednesday's Facts Over Feelings live stream, where we kick the facts and we don't give an ish about your feelings. Today's show Women Rebranding Themselves. There's a current trend going around. We got another young lady who was a city girl, and she's now trying to rebrand herself trying to learn how to speak properly and trying to get into a position that elevating her status and also getting you to forget how much mileage she put on that odometer. Okay, we're going to go through a couple of ladies, a couple of ladies who have volunteered their services to rebrand themselves. What does this all mean? Why is this trend happening? We're also going to take a look at a potential alleged DoorDash thief a door dash thief, man. Yes. Yeah, that brother starving. That's Sister Starving. Does she fit the profile? Does she look innocent? Let me go ahead and show you a quick picture of her before we get into the day's show. Um, apparently, this woman, let me see if I can find it. What happened to my what happened to my tabs? Apparently, this woman right here, as you're gonna see pop up on your screen. Okay, let me see. Yes, this woman who looks like Grimace from the McDonald's Happy Meal, she's been allegedly accused of stealing food on DoorDash. Could you believe something like that? Is that a believable thing? I mean, she doesn't fit the profile of a DoorDash food thief, meaning she would order food on DoorDash, and then she would get the food delivered to her. She would eat the food, and then she would go to DoorDash and say she did not receive the food. She doesn't look like a potential DoorDash thief. Does she she fit the profile? Do you think she ate the food? Do you think she... Would eat food that she ordered and paid for, and ask for a refund. I'm asking for a friend. Let me see here. Hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at this. I don't, I don't know, man. We're gonna have to send our best investigator on this. Ah, <laughs> uh, she looks a little guilty to me. She looked like she'd been doing this for a little time, a couple times. She looked like she's not sorry. She just sorry she got caught. That's what it looks like. <laughs> oh man, she got that belly deli in here. Anyway, do me a favor, hit the like button. Let's roll these topics. We got a couple of great topics that we're gonna speed through during the evening. Keep it nice and loosey goosey. Um, to contribute to the day show, dollar sign CG. Well, you can do dollar sign CGA live. I, I figured out how to get that up. Dollar side, the notorious CGA is the prime cash app, and Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, paypal.me me. Coach Greg Adams. That's how you support the show. That's how you keep the show going. All right. And you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel over there. New, 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 new anyway, you are the Bruce Wayne. It is the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the Notorious One, a.k.a. Mr. Coach Lini, better known as the Prognostica- prognosticator Coach Damas And you're in the Desert Storm Bunker but the eight-time, eight-time, he got a lot CGA, demonetized champion of the world. Of the world! And let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. And we will have an update on one Jonathan Majors. And, of course, the update is right on par with what Coach Greg Adams has been telling you, gentlemen. Coach Greg Adams has been trying to tell y'all. You know what I mean? I've been trying to tell y'all how it works. I'm telling you how things work. I don't tell you how I hope they are. One more update on Jonathan Majors, and it does not look good. Mm. And we're going to talk about that. Let's get to the earlier contributor to the day show. J.J. Frost says, Coach, we need that black men have the lowest standards episode ASAP. I've been telling my boys, he's been telling the boys what happens uh, when they don't listen. I'm sure they don't know about the That's You culture. a minute, that's not the sound effect I wanted. I wanted this. That's you. I don't know what sound effect I wanted. But he says, I've been telling my boys and That's You and they ain't listening. I know you will bring the heat, free agent lifestyle for light life, brothers. For, 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 for life, for life. Brothers. oh man because yeah we got a lot of um we got a lot of we got a lot of uh, ammunition about black men having the lower standards but what i'm probably gonna do because black men tend to be sensitive we gotta like put some white men in there we gotta like put some indian dudes in there a couple of mexicans you know we gotta make them so it doesn't feel like an all-out assault they tend to be sensitive but the truth is the truth we are the catfish of the dating marketplace. We are the catfish of the sea. You know, we vacuum up the bottom. We bottom feed. We take the scraps. And we be loving taking the scraps, too. All right, we be loving the scraps. We be dressing it up, putting all kind of seasoned salt on it, all kind of ranch dressing, frying it, putting some z- zatarans on it, putting it in the damn mm-hmm, We be putting it. Dressing it up, too. <laughs> dressing it up as if dressing it up as if it look at this look you be looking at it you're like i see it uh you know because we all been there everybody bottom feeds but we don't bottom feed in public black men bottom feed right out in the open (laughs) all right all right they're not the only ones but we're gonna do this man hey look man take a joke take a joke (laughs) some people some people do it and then they you know what's funny they be bottom feeding putting the zatarans on it and they be looking like this after they get it. They put the Zatarans on it. Then they be like, Man, give me that award, player. Hey, player, look at this player. That seasoning is all that. This sound like that boudan, that good old crispy ass catfish. Catfish, catfish. And they be putting barbecue this sauce barbecue on it. Barbecue sauce. They be smoking it for 12 hours. Looking at it, look at this, son. Look at this, son. Look at this pimping and player. And then run right out. Run right out and talk about they pulling holes. Now, just on basic statistics, you know, you getting bottom of the barrel all in the heat of the night. Ninjas be getting roll kill, season salt. <laughs> Making a snake and alligator eating it. Talk about I be getting these hoes. Yeah, that's what you do. I Listen, I've been here too long enough. I know what it is. I know what it is. <laughs> Yep, getting their arteries clogged, got to clean out the inside, all of that shit out the intestines, talking about you don't know what you missing. Mm. <laughs> Telling me I don't know what I'm missing. baby women be 50 years old, turkey net, bro. you don't know what you're missing out here playing with all this game. I got so much game. I need a referee, man, please. Mm. We know what you be doing. I see you, I see you, flashlight cop-ass ninjas. All right, talk about they be getting these old. Then when I see you, man, she thick, though. She thick, though. She thick. I'll be like, what about her stomach? Just as thick. I see her stomach protruding out more than her booty, but don't worry about that, son. She thick, though. Look at the back. Look at her booty. I'm like, look at her stomach, son. Mm. (laughs) You don't know what you're missing out here, player. Mm. Hey, if anybody doubts me, I got some of your favorite dating coaches Infield breakdowns, they're infield breakdowns. I got some of your favorite dating coaches infield. I've edited them just in case they try to come out my neck. Yep, they got that booty do stomach stick out more than the booty do. They got the booty do their girlfriends. I got some of your favorite dating coaches running game on some ham beasts out here. Now, listen, we all deal with ham beasts here and there. You know what I mean? Because some of them are fantastic in bed. You know, just turn out the lights. You'll get some great pleasure but We don't brag about it. You out here bragging. Maybe <laughs> out here bragging, son. Anyway, we ain't bragging. Shout out to Stony Montana, a religious rebrander and a repackager made me quit dating forever and drove me right to the junior college. Oh, you got one of those. She tried to sneak it in on you. <laughs> Release the footage. It's on Patreon right now. All right. But in case they try to come to my neck, I got I got y'all dating coaches, bro. Already, already prepared the footage just in case y'all get a little froggy. <laughs> we not, why not in the building? Great show. Appreciate you, man. Adam says, you motivated, you motivated me to do YouTube. You're a robot. <laughs> yes, I'm a robot. I mean, I am AI, CGA. All right, people be like, damn, how'd you be? Where do you get the energy for that? <laughs> You're like, even the dudes that full time YouTubers looking at me like, shit, this ninja, he back on again? Je, Lord, have mercy. Does he get sleep? Does he get sleep? Just call me sleep and eat. All right, let me see something real quick. They make two little videos and put them out. They be tired. They go to sleep. They be like, <laughs> they edited two videos. It took them five hours to put their two videos out in thumbnail. Then they see me popping up thumbnail title. Got my stuff lined up, b- banners. They like, whoa, this dude crazy. I made one video. They tired. Yeah, man, I'm a machine, man, when it comes to this. <laughs> we got somebody. Oh, man, what do we got over on? Okay, all right. I got uh do. Is there anybody on PayPal? Let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Uh, we do have somebody. We got no government name, Jay. Uh, let me see something. What did you say, brother? He says, please, no government name. He says, what do you think about accountability channels that go after content creators and then claim that they don't care about the money? He says, there are some creators that I don't even watch or agree with, but I think the bashing content creators, things is becoming a grift or a big money grab. This is getting out of hand. Hey, you got to understand, man, uh, as men. And I see, um, I see somebody uh, as men, we get competitive. Um, One of the things we try to do is call things a grift. And I've been listening to Dr. Thunder and he's been breaking this down Um, no matter what. And and I actually heard angry man even mention this the other day. Uh, The new grift is to call things a grift. The new grift is actually to be um, contrary, a contrarian. That's the new grift. All right. And so you would call a person a grift and your channel. Does nothing. Your channels in the manosphere algorithm. Your channel probably was previously dealing with uh, Manosphere topics, and it might not have taken off. So now you're anti-Manosphere or you're a contrarian to Manosphere talking points, or you could just be outside the Manosphere, if you will, and then be a contrarian. We're just going to go against anything or anybody Manosphere. We're going to always proclaim the Manosphere has died, it's dead, and it's a hope, it's a grift. And uh, if somebody's making money, attack that person and call that person a grifter, you're the grift. But they're the actually the grift. That's a form of grifting. And so Dr. Thunder was talking about that. The angry man was talking about that. Being a contrarian is a grift. Being an anti-manosphere or anti-talking point. Oh, that's just talking points. Um, There's something called shame, blame and explain. That's a contrarian view of manosphere. And that's a grift. So it's all kind of it's all just jockeying for views. It's jockeying for position, it's jockeying for... Because if, if shit was not legit, if CGA wasn't legit, nobody would even mention it. Nobody even would be worrying about it. But the legitimacy of it and the views that I get, even as a demonetized content creator, it still um, promotes some sort of, okay, we got to do something about that. Which is fine. I don't mind a critique. Critique? Um, somebody says, shit, SBE ain't a grift. Okay, yeah, Listen. I can say I'm not a grift and somebody can say it's a grift. So it doesn't matter. What we have to understand is if a a person is on YouTube, their intentions is to give views. (laughs) We know that, right? So it's content strategy. It's content strategy. If a person is on YouTube and they're saying somebody's grifting, they, by virtue of being on the platform, it's got to be grifting. I don't care what it is unless it's somebody developing some sort of legitimate critique. It's all about views. It's all about views. So I stay out of it. I can critique things quickly, but I don't direct names because I don't want to give people free advertisement. That's the number one thing that I don't want to do. I'm never going to give you free advertisement. Anybody that gives me free advertisement, you're certainly welcome to do so. Um, And then you can that that actually helps my channel. That but but we have to understand if a person makes a video saying something is a grift, they are automatically a grift, a, contra- a contrarian grift to give views against the person who has views. It's automatic, but it is neither here nor there. As a content creator, you have to have content strategy. So for me, that's how I look at it, and I move accordingly. I move accordingly. That's how I don't drag get dragged into the bullshit. But if it's labeled And it's whatever, and it has a view, and it's on this platform with the intent to get views. It is what it is. Mm. All right. Now, if you're a fan of it, it is what it is. Don't, don't, if you're a fan of something that is known to be calling other things a grift, and you're mad that I called your shit a grift, well, that's your problem. It ain't mine, but it is exactly what it is. (laughs) It's projecting. Yeah. You're grift projecting. It's exactly what it is. But look, I don't get involved in that shit. All right. That's why I always just focus on my content. But like I say, if you want to give me free advertisement, you're certainly welcome to because I know as a content creator, my content strategy is to get people talking about me, which then promotes my channel without me making content. And especially as a channel that has been demonetized, the best thing I can do is have people talking shit about me. That actually is the best way to grow on YouTube. It is the fastest way to grow on YouTube. It is the fastest way to grow on YouTube. And then the other best part of it is if you don't respond to them, it is even better for you as a content creator. So I welcome it. <laughs> I welcome it. It's actually one of the best things to do is not respond to it because the more it, it, it forces the other content creator to really make that hard decision. They have to make that hard decision of, uh, okay, I put out one video and then he didn't say nothing. So let me put out another one and it's, I'm gonna put all, I'm gonna put my foot in it. And they put out another one. And then guess what? No response. And then they have to make that tough decision. Are they gonna triple text me? Are they gonna triple bomb me? It, are they gonna look clout chasing by making the third video? Right? Cause then it's gonna look like, hmm, this shit look personal. There's something else here. It's not that you're just trying to break him down, it should look personal. You see what I mean? Now, now you got to make that hard decision. Are you going to go in on the third video? Are you going to produce the fourth one with no response from the from the content creator? Maybe then it looks like you're chasing that person's views and audience. So it's a tough decision. I like to play the game. I like to play the game. (laughs) But it's also free advertisement for me because people might not have heard of me and you brought them to my channel inadvertently. This is what we tell men. About inadvertently raising the marketplace value of women, right? If you date a woman and she's broke, busted, and disgusted, and she's pretty much a nobody, she's a slug, and then you bring her into your life, you elevate her, you introduce you to you, ju- you introduce her to her your circle, and you show her a good life, then she cleans herself up, you pay off her debt, you let her afford makeup and good dresses. And you give her a good house and then she breaks up with you. You inadvertently raised her sexual marketplace value. So now she goes to the next guy and she's elevated. You inadvertently raised it by promoting her and giving her free marketing. But what well, you paid for it, but it's free marketing. You freely elevated her is something that you have to watch out for. Okay, wholeflation. <laughs> so you guys got to watch out about that. Listen, nobody's on here is Mother Teresa. No content creator on here is Mother Teresa. Everybody wish they can be Kevin Samuels. Like, you wish, even if you're a content creator saying you don't want to make money from this, if somehow overnight, somehow overnight, you got a following like Kevin Samuels and your video went viral and you fired up your live stream and 30,000 people were waiting to hear you talk, throwing in, uh, throwing in super chats right off the rip, your ass wouldn't say shit. You would go ahead and spark up the stream. You would not shut down the super chats. <laughs> right? There's not one content creator on here that can say that. And so the reason why they are anti people making money is because they're not making money. Mm. It's a grift. <laughs> it's a grift. If they listen, they woke up yesterday with a million subs. All of a sudden they woke up. Oh shit. They fired up. They live 30,000 people waiting with 15 people already super chatted before you touched on the screen, guess what's going to happen? Huh? (laughs) You'd be like, oh shit. All of a sudden they'd be rubbing their hands. like Birdman. So I don't believe the bullshit about, Hey man, these people should be making monies and whatnot. That's what they would be doing if they actually had the opportunity. And believe me, if that's not true, they wouldn't be on YouTube. They wouldn't even be making no videos. (laughs) So I don't believe, I don't believe women. And I certainly don't believe men. All right, you think I don't believe women? I don't believe men either. All right, men are natural competition. Shout out to Pi Double. He says she's strong and independent. You just insecure. All right, shout out to you, Todd C. He says the deacon, reverend, bishop, pastor, uh, deacon. Clap cheeks in the building. CGA. All right, let me see something. That was that was from um, that was from the other. That was from uh, what? I don't even know where that was from. That was from uh, CGA Live. So anyway yep rubbing a hand like bird man can't wait to get more people to donate Bob Bob says did you see Melanie King on MtR show um shout out to MTR I just don't watch so I don't know what's going on over there all right shout out to him though it's no disrespect it's just he just doesn't come across um things that I will watch all right so but I I know he makes good content I know he makes good time I just can't you know I can't relate <laughs> I just can't relate uh but I you know I probably sh- we'd be cool with him if I met him in person, but Melanie King, I've never watched her. So I don't even like, she doesn't even interest me. She seems just my point of view disingenuous. So what am I supposed to be looking at when, when I go over there and look, she doesn't seem genuine at all. So I, I definitely, but I can't even, I can't even, what I've seen of her was unwatchable, but it is what it is. <laughs> all right, Absolutely unwatchable. I've I've been around the world and I I I, she seems majorly dising disingenuous as a as a person, and comes across as such. So like I I have nothing other than that to say about her. (laughs) All right, but anyway, I hope MGR is enjoying his time with Melanie King. Did he? Is he clapping her cheeks? I suppose maybe I'll tune in if that's what he's doing. All right, you know, are they on OnlyFans now? They make the OnlyFans. MTR, you clapping cheeks with Melanie King on, on, on uh, OnlyFans now? <laughs> all right, anyway. Uh, what do we got here? A teen guilty. Teen is guilty for this. Let's go ahead and show you what she's doing right here. And shout out to all the deadbeat dads who've lost custody of their kids and are trying to be extorted by the child support system. Let's take a look at what's happening on the other side. Here is a woman according to fair use right here. Here it is right here. Team guilty of attempted deletion of a child. Tossing her baby in the dumpster. Say it ain't so. Fair use.
1: This discovery in the nick of time in January of 2022, three people scouring through the dumpster discovered a newborn baby boy tossed out in the trash.
0: What do I tell you about early terminations of pregnancies? All right, I don't have the data on this. Perhaps somebody can find the data. I would be begging, willing to bet that 70% of the early terminations of pregnancy are male children. I would be willing to bet. Just look at the male children they're trying to turn over into women. Now, look at all the male children. You don't see many female children turning into boys, like doing the transformer thing. It's mostly male children. They're trying to go ahead and uh, physically, chemically castrate. So I'll be willing to bet, I'll be willing to bet that the majority of early terminated kids or kids that are thrown in dumpsters are male children. That's just a, I just have a hunch. And so when they say, where have all the good men gone?
2: What happened? Where did all the men go?
0: Normally in trash cans or in vacuum cleaners at Planned Parenthood, but that's neither here nor there. That's just a thought I have. Somebody would have to prove me wrong with evidence. All right, let's continue here
1: heard something whimpering and opened the bag to see what was inside. He had been there for five hours with temps near freezing. The woman grabbed the baby, holding him close as they called 911 for help. Hey, 911, hey. Where
2: is your emergency?
3: We just found the baby in the trash. Is it breathing? Yes, ma'am. He still got his umbilical cords. He, he's whimpering. He was not crying, actually.
1: Surveillance video not only captured the rescue, but the moment when the mother drove up to throw him
0: away. Wow. Look at that. Look at that right there on caught in 4K. Caught in 4K, ladies and gentlemen. Boy, we, this and the reason why I do this is because men have for years have been called the worst parents out here for a long time, despite the fact that we're not even terminating many pregnancies. All right. Take Throwing a look away. at this. Unbelievable. Wow. That is crazy right there, man. Look at that. Hey, look at this. Look at this. Can you believe that? Can you believe that?
1: Mother drove up to throw him away.
0: A baby, a male child. That is sad. That woman, prosecutors in New
1: Mexico say, was 18-year-old Alexis Avila.
0: All right, so what do we know about New Mexico? I've lived in New Mexico. New Mexico has a high rate of teenage pregnancy. In fact, if you look it up, it's one of the highest teenage pregnancy uh, states in the nation and their public schools are like among the lowest in the nation. So you have a lot of kids that are headed nowhere when they live in New Mexico. And so depending on what part of New Mexico this is, um, Albuquerque, probably the biggest thing going there. Las Cruces is not that much better. And most of the other towns are small, small towns, not much in between Albuquerque and Las Cruces. Um, So. New Mexico has a high teenage pregnancy rate, and so what? See, seeing this is not a surprise. She probably hid the pregnancy, or actually was, was probably considering. uh what? What do they call it when you're in denial? Until she probably de- listen. I know a woman in New Mexico. I know a woman in New Mexico that did this. She didn't throw the baby away, but she had. She was pregnant with her first child, and she went to the bathroom and and she disguised her pregnancy the entire time. Went to the bathroom, delivered it. And basically left it for dead in a trash can in the bathroom, and somebody found it. The boys are now adult adult boys now, but she did the exact same thing. Now that I think about it, and she was from New Mexico. All right, so let me see here. Let me go ahead and make this a little bit larger. And uh, here we go, right here.
1: Do you understand how your actions affected the baby's past? Yes. And what do you think of
3: that? I um, think that hurts. That's something that he's never going to forget.
1: Um, that's something that's going to live with him for the rest of his life, as well as myself. She took the stand in her own criminal trial this past April. TV station KOB was in the courtroom. Avila testified that she blacked out after delivering the baby. She did not remember what happened for several hours.
0: I ain't buying that. I'm not buying that. But, yo, delivering a baby's not not, uh, delivering a baby is very difficult. Especially when you're doing it in secrecy in a bathroom. All right, so I'm sure she did black out, but she knew what she was doing here.
1: Until she left the police station after being questioned, according to KOB. Would the, uh,
3: defendant please rush? Uh, she was
1: found guilty of attempted murder and know. child abuse. During the trial, the father of the baby said the child has a heart murmur and asthma, but otherwise doing well. KOB reports Avila will be sentenced next month and could face up to 18 years in wow. prison.
0: 18 years. Um, man, I wonder if uh, let me see if I could find her name real quick, see if we can get an update. But um, yeah, probably did it without the father's knowledge. Um, that's one of the things that is very popular uh these women take it into their own hands it's my baby it's my body and they do it without the father's knowledge and i hope that the father and the father's parents have custody of the children i'm going to try to look her up alexis avila and see if there's an update we see here alexis avila trial all right here we go right here let's see what her sentence was um she hasn't been sentenced yet she's now 19 is facing this is as of 9 hours ago so uh, she's going to be sentenced on May 1st. Okay. Expected to be sentenced on May 1st, facing 12 to 18 years in prison. All right. So this is a big, big consequence for her. You could probably suggest. Somebody said, who's piping that? It's New Mexico. That's probably, that's a decent woman in New Mexico. All right. I've seen worse get pregnant in New Mexico. Shout out to everybody in New Mexico. All right. Um, and Silver City and everybody in between. Truth and consequences. Um, Yeah. All of those places there that I don't miss. Lord is, I think Lords, Lordsburg, uh, Deming, wherever, Chili Hatch, Chili. All right. Shout out to everybody in these little ass places out there in New Mexico. All right. Let's see here. A woman admits that being a man is harder. All right. This is very rare. You'd rarely hear women talking about men have the worst deal. So we'll go ahead and read it. She says low-key, and this is looks like a Nigerian chick, all right, so an African chick. She says low-key, I'm glad I'm not a guy. Paying for dates, paying Labola, I'm not sure what that is, paying for Mimbiso, okay, this is some African stuff. Can some Africans tell me what this is? Paying for engagement, paying for weddings, paying for rings, paying for the house, paying for the honeymoon, paying for groceries, paying for bills. And then she says, all of this for someone who can divorce you anytime for a VW polo guy and leave with 90% of your assets you paid for. Hashtag you promise to marry me. There you go right there. All right, uh, this is definitely somebody. This is definitely somebody that knows what happens. As a matter of fact, one thing that we don't talk about all right, what is it? It's a Labola. Labola is dowry. All right, so Labola is dowry. And um, Mimbiso, Mimbiso. Anybody know what Mimbiso is? Anybody know what Mimbiso is? But um, one of the things that we don't talk about quite a bit is that we talk about um, Mimbiso is the wedding. All right, okay, man, I don't know. She already mentioned wedding. But one of the things... That we talk about is, you know, we talk about spousal support, child support, maybe losing your house and maybe your kids. But what we don't talk about is you also lose everything you invested up to that point in the investment stage. And she even acknowledges that she actually said that she says divorces you and then you leave with 90 percent. So not only does she leave with half metaphorically, she also leaves with everything that she built up in the marriage. So she takes that as well. And many times that doesn't even count in the calculation of what she deserves post-marriage. So, you know, you bought your woman gifts and gave her things and provided her this and dresses and a whole closet full of stuff like this. And then you also lose that. That's everything you invested prior to the end of the marriage. So she even acknowledges that. She even Membisa is Zulu for wedding. All right. So this is definitely an African chick right here. Um, and shout out to all my people that listen in Africa. Well, whatever your country is, <laughs> all right, listen, Africa is a continent, but, uh, all of my people that live in the, one of the 50, if 50 countries, the 50, countries in Africa, we consider you my brother, my brother. All right. Shout out to y'all. All right. East Africa, North Africa, Western Africa. They sell out, sold us, sold all our prison relatives and extend. <laughs> All right, let me stop. All right, uh, yeah, man. Women, women admits that men do have it harder, and she said, "I wouldn't take it. She'll take herself bleeding for five days before she takes that." All right. Speaking of Africa, we're going back to Africa, and of course, hey, look at this. And Niggas always gotta show they t- speaking of Western Africa, Nigeria, a Nigerian man, Bretta, finds his milk of magnesia. But he doesn't show his teeth that much, but he is a happy man. He finds his porcelain princess. Let's give him a round of applause. He's doing pretty well. As you can see, look at that. My goodness, what are you doing out here? We really got some low expectations, even in Nigeria. Even in Nigeria, what is going on here? Take a look at this. Wow. Wow. Now, I think, me thinks that he's guilty of something here. He must be scamming. My man looked mad guilty. Look at his brother right here. Um, Look at the look on his face. He looks very suspicious. He knows what he done. You know what you done done, sir. You know what you done done. You know this is a damn shame. You know you got to hit that. He probably going to hit it good, too. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. She must have paid a big old price for this. Bretta, he looks happy. He does look happy. Where's your teeth at, man? He got a flax, soggy bag of bones. I mean, she just a bag of bones at this particular point. Everything just probably hanging off of that. And he a nasty boy, too. Oh, that's nasty. He a nasty boy. Woo. I can't even imagine the funk of 40,000 years coming out of that. Oh, my goodness. Is she in her 70s? How old is that woman? (laughs) It says right here. Nigerian man, Wed's 70-year-old white grandma says, I married her for peace of mind. Mm. I'm going to just go ahead and say that's false. And he mouthing it up. Look at him. He gobbling it up, too. Look at my... Wait, let me get... Look at him. Oh, my Lord. Goodness gracious. Hold up. Hold up. Oh, the humanity... He gobbling it. That, man, boy, again, when you do something like this, you got to do this shit in private. Do it in private, man. This is, oof, this is reprehensible. <laughs> Look at this brother. African brothers, man, stand up. You know they don't like black men. They don't like black American men, so they be like, you nigars, You know how they get you. <laughs> they be calling us like they sold us off the slave trade sometimes. I met this bumped into this Nigerian dude in the elevator <laughs> when I was in Italy. And he walked in. You know how they are. They're kind of non emotional, stoic. And he walk in. He jumped in the elevator with me. I say, What's up? He said, What you looking at? And he God. <laughs> No, he didn't say that. And I was like, What's up? And I was like, Yeah, oh, I see you. I said, Where are you from? Oh, I'm from Nigeria. <laughs> I try to do my accent. The best, wonderful place in the world is like Wakanda. You come here, we treat you like Domini. But he was looking at me like this the whole time. He had a little just like he hated me the whole time. He was like, You come to Nigeria, we treat you like the king. We the king here, brother. (laughs) But he was looking at me the whole time like, That's why we sold your ancestors off. (laughs) Right? He was looking at me the whole time like,
4: minute
0: he didn't even break you he didn't even break he didn't even bat an eye at me he just looking at me like i'm from nigeria brother (laughs) 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 all right yeah you come to nigeria brother we take care of you he gonna sell me off to the damn everybody in the middle east when i jump up over there i'm sure (laughs) (laughs) All right, he was just like so. Shout out to him. You know what I mean? They act like yeah, you go, you are one of us when you come over, brother. He was like, Oh, an American. Oh, you are American nigga. <laughs> you are American nigga. That's he was looking at me like that. <laughs> right, anyway, oh man. Shout out to that brother, though, man. Shout out to the brother. Don't yeah, look, I'm not gonna promote that African us. They don't. I'm not gonna promote that. It's jokes. Again, people are already here. <laughs> here we go. I'm from Nigeria. You 50 ninja over there. You just an nin- American ninja. Send me out on a boat. Send me out in the Middle East. I'll be somewhere in Libya. How did I get here? <laughs> right. Anyway, hey, man, Nigerian people. Shout out to my Nigerian people. You know, it's all love. My aunt married a Nigerian doctor. Yes, an engineer doctor. He's cool. Shout out to the doctor. And they do, look, I always tell you my funny story about, um, they, they really treat their family, their, their kids treat their father like Kings, man. I would tell you the story about my, um, my daughter, when she played tennis and, um, and she, we, one day at a tennis tournament, she played another, uh, chick. She was a black chick, had braids and they were African. I think they were Nigerian and, um, their family was cool. We would sit there and talk. And, uh, after the match. After the match, the kids came over to us and uh, the daughters were standing there. And I think I said something to my daughter and she said something back, kind of like how American children talk to their fathers. And um, they were kind of looking at us. They were just looking at me. And my daughter didn't say anything disrespectful, but it was just kind of like they were just watching. Then, then their daughter talked to their father. The daughter talked to the father and she was like, father. Father, may I perhaps, father, what is it that I can do to be a better player, father? <laughs> oh, daughter, my daughter. Like they was talking in mad respect. Like mad respect. The dot, da- the dad talked to the daughter calmly, or perhaps you can do this a little bit that better. Thank you, father, for your fatherly advice. Yes, sir, father. Like oh, and I was sitting there like, God dang, I was sitting there like mm. my daughter was looking at her. <laughs> Like, they wasn't, dude, there was no disrespect. Proper addressed a man, like, father, father, may I? I don't know what they do behind a daddy's back, but it was mad respectful. Super-duper respectful. There was no ounce of disrespect, no eye-rolling, no nothing. And I was, like, looking like, wow. There was no, there was no when, when the father was looking at the daughter, the daughter wasn't doing this. The daughter wasn't looking at her phone. When she responded to her father, she yep. She was straight out. Respect all respect, all attention to the father, all glory to the most high and whatnot. Straight up respect. And I was like, damn, there was not even an ounce. And I remember I was talking to that Saudi Arabian chick. Um, that, that I, I sorry to call her a chick. She's actually a pr- part of the Royal family. And I actually said, I actually said it was straight out of honor. Yes, it was out of honor. No smacking, no back talking, no nothing. It was crazy. So I was talking about the Saudi Arabia woman that, uh, that I know part of the Royal family. And we were talking and I said, well, what if women rebel? What if women don't do this? And what if women don't follow the rules? And she was like, that won't happen. I was like, yeah, but what if she said, it's not possible. and i was like so you're meaning that like you guys couldn't get together as feminists in saudi arabia and do as you please she was like i don't think you understand it's not gonna happen she was like it won't happen i was like oh now she's part of the royal family and all that so her circle knows they're too close to comfort She's too close. She's like, "No. I was like, "What if you decide you don't want to wear that when you're outside?" She said, "It won't happen." <laughs> so that's the kind of things, that's the kind of things that um people don't understand about culture. In America, we allow our kids to treat parents disrespectfully. Okay? We allow kids to treat and talk back, don't listen don't have eye contact, don't respond back with honor. See, people in America want respect, but what we want, really want is honor. We honor our relatives, we honor our parents, we honor our because that's the biblical. Honor your mother father, not respect. And so, we don't get honor or we barely get respect. So, when you look at other cultures, when you look at other cultures and you see it, you're just like goes crazy. Goes crazy. And parents, he says, parents are disrespectful as well. And our culture, the way we express ourselves, is uh, mostly out of disrespect, right? We we basically, you know, when you look at our, our English background, even they, when they start cursing, it's out of respect, <laughs> right? Even when they go crazy, of course, there's lower class people there. Even when they go crazy, they'll cuss you out and won't even raise their their voice. What is this filthy bloody? Mother, like they start cussing you out and they ain't even yelling. (laughs) It's all kind of just muted and a disrespectful, you know, pull off the glove. Tish, tish, how dare you? But in America, we all just kind of just it is what it is. You know, it's kind of just just a sloppy way of honoring and respecting each other. Even in public, we can't even show respect to people. We're so caught up in our own world. That if somebody looks at us is disrespectful, everybody, everybody walking outside, nobody, hi ma'am. You remember you used to attack back in the day, you used to do this to your um your hat. Hi, my dear lady. Hi, my fair lady. A lady walks in between you, you step to the side, tip your hat. <laughs> Today you do some shit like that. Hi, la- hi, my dad. Get you out of here, you thirsty. And then she recording you. He tipped his hat at me. <laughs> Top of the morning to you, hip cheerio. But men as well have been fault at that, too, because every time somebody walks by, you guys want to talk shit to her and, <laughs> and say, talk about all that wagon she dragging. So it kind of goes both ways. So now people don't talk to anyone. And then we get at home on the Internet and nobody approached us. Black men were there. Right, so it's kind of both both sides have to contribute to that. All right, peace to my Nigerian brothers out here. You caught rack today. Now I cannot go to Nigeria. Somebody update the map. ACDC, update my map. I can't go to Nigeria. The wall defeats them all. The wall defeats them all. Let's take a look here. This is an actress here. This is an actress. One of the things about the wall, it is undefeated. Um, One of the beautiful things about nature is that as a man, as you age, you sometimes become a little bit more handsome. You become a little bit more, you know, people respect you a lot more when you're in your 20s. You ain't getting shit. And for women, you know, all the game is up front. There's some now and then exception to the rules that can maintain a level and quality of beauty. But here we go. Take a look at this. This is a massive. This is not even. This is almost unheard of of any man to even hit this level of decline when you've been given pretty much in America everything you need, everything you need. But this is a massive, massive decline. I know people are gonna come up with excuses. Oh, she had this and a heart murmur and whatnot. But this doesn't tell the tale. I mean, in America, I mean, how much better can you get? You could actually do what you want and call your own. Uh you can call your uh, write your own price. And how does it turn into this? This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. And the actress is this is the actress. She was in the movie. Actually, featured this before, and I just realized it now. Bridget Fonda is the actress. Bridget Fonda. So she was in the movie Single White Female. Um, I believe that's the only movie I can name that she was in. But wow, this is a massive, massive decline. It's almost unheard of. I mean, this is almost witchcraft. This is almost witchcraft, ladies and gentlemen. Like this would be a theme, a Disney movie witchcraft theme. Like the woman has a secret potion somewhere and she lost it. Or she couldn't get to it. So she, at midnight, she, you know what I mean? At midnight, she just couldn't get to the potion no more. That was like Rapunzel. <laughs> mm. Was she in Jackie Brown? I don't know. It says right here she was the country bumpkin in Jackie Brown. Okay. Like, this is a, this, this is a nightmare. <laughs> this is an absolute nightmare. But the wall defeats them. Oh, it's undefeated. For every one that you see, there's thousands of thousands that you don't know about. For every one woman that looks fantastic at 56, the majority of them look like this. The majority. I mean, it just doesn't matter. But, I mean, this is a tragic decline. I mean, I would be mad at God. (laughs) I would be mad at the Lord if this happened to me. Like, yikes. My goodness, this is tragic. All right, tragedy. And there's always some woman that can be like, well, men hit the wall too. Stop it. No, we don't hit the, not not like this. There's very few men that hit the wall like this. This is absolutely insane. Like you pissed off somebody, the devil. Like this is impossible. <laughs> this is <laughs> this, I find that to be absolutely impossible. Like you would have to try to do that. You'd have to try to do that. We could play the prime and decline game. I had some time for it, but let me catch up on some super chats. Like, that's impossible. Porsche specialist coach, going to have to check in when he visits Africa. I'm Kenyan. He said, just follow me into my boat, man, Ran rub. Oh, I see. Last time I got on the boat. Last time my people got on the boat. I see what you did there, Porsche specialist. All right. I'm not falling for the boat trick again. Because last time you told me to get on the boat, there was a transatlantic drift. All right. all right, And I ended up here in the land of opportunity. Where are we at? Shout out to Pablo. He says, Mimbiso is the dress. All right. Shout out to you. Oh, uh, we'll call you Doc, Doc, uh, Dark Knight. Salute. So Membiso is the dress. It's not just the wedding. It is the wedding dress. All right. Shout out to no government name. BHC it says CGA's like the energizer bunny. Indeed, man, we just be getting it going. Acido Rusco says, yep, I still address my pops as yes, sir, the way it should be. This is based on culture. This is based on culture. What America does not have because we're a young country. We don't have culture and culture is eroded because we've had counterculture. Some of our most recognized years by the media have been our counterculture movements the 1920s, the 1960s into somewhat generation X, the 1990s when you combine hip hop with um um uh, uh, what's the form of music um like uh nirvana what they call it grunge music and then um those are our counterculture movements, and I think those were movements based on the communist manifesto, just to be honest with you. Those, although I took part of the, much of the 90s, much of it eroded culture. Much of it was uh anti-culture. It was a uh, that's what it was. And it basically stripped away at tradition and brought out um kind of these progressive movements. I think they were they were socialist movements or if you will, Marxist movements to erode culture, as I call it subversion from within. All right. Yeah, rock and roll was a counterculture. So as I look back at it. I can see, like, uh, these cultures, although were cool and all, they were cool, it actually eroded family. It knocked away tradition. It actually fought traditional mindsets and roles and marriage and sexuality. It challenged the cultures, which no other country was doing it at this great length. And as a result, you see where we are now. You see where we are now. Um, one thing to to note on this one, as you saw in the 90s, in the 90s, we had the hip-hop movement where people who were so-called the traditionalists were fighting hard. And I believe Al Gore, the Gore family, the, um, oh gosh, what's the other person's name? Uh, Dan Quayle's family. And not to say that these people were traditionalists. They had their secrets in their dirt too. But they were fighting hip-hop in that movement because they saw how it eroded culture. And they were trying to do what? Family, family first, two-parent household. And their whole thing was to try not to get this music to be popular because it was going to cause single parentism. It, it caused, they were, let's just put it like this. They were right. <laughs> let me just say this. Yeah, see Dolores Tucker, Geraldine Ferraro. Let me just say this. Although I love hip hop, they were right. In the end, they were right. <laughs> so we got great music. We had fun times. We got jiggy. But when you think about it, that, that was a counterculture movement that they saw was going to be more detrimental to the black community. And, uh, yeah, look at Atlanta now. <laughs> right? They pro- Look at Atlanta now. It, as an adult and as a father, they were right. Now, here's the thing. What they were holding on to to protect was also, um, just based on tradition, was the portrait of the family. Now, there were problems inside of that as well. So we know these people weren't the honest people, but they thought holding on to tradition would keep the families in the country going in the right direction. You see what I mean? So you can be on both sides of the argument. I can be on the side that hip hop was great. I enjoyed it. Yeah, but it was a counter movement and it was a counter movement produced to produce bad, negative, dead mindsets. Like everything about it was dead. Everything about it was death, decay, destruction, uh, hypersexuality, promotion of sex, promotion of single parentism, uh, uh, promotion of men just trying to get puss, and it eroded the traditional family. It actually got us to the point where we are now, and it eroded the inner cities. Just think about it. Some of those inner cities weren't as bad as they were portrayed in the music. They were bad, but they're far worse now. They're far worse now. Before the 1990s, Atlanta was a country bumpkin-ass town. (laughs) Before the 1990s, like, we know about Freak Nick. But before that, you go to Atlanta and see people with straws in their mouth living in the countries and shit, smacking mosquitoes off, parking all on their lawn and shit. That was Atlanta before counterculture. Now look at Atlanta. (laughs) You know what I mean? So anyway, we go teeth in a mouth. Yeah, that, that's what it was. But anyway, that so at the end of it, what we were talking about is traditionalism, respect, and culture. What is the culture of America? We don't have one. We don't we don't have a culture. We have counter we recognize counterculture more than our culture. Everything counter to tradition is somewhat American culture. While everybody else around the world, whether they be poorer or richer than us, they at least have culture. We have none. We got none. Somebody says, I found a $20 bill at the underground in Atlanta 25 years ago. Yeah, now they're now it's trans Atlanta. Exactly. Exactly. So it is what it is. We got our brother. Zoe man or Zoe man says, coach Jonathan majors is done. Yes, I'm going to get to that this just in multiple alleged abuse victims of Jonathan majors are cooperating with the Manhattan district attorney's office shaking my head. Why don't we address that right now? Why don't we address it? Cause I was going to bring it up, but you brought it up. Take a look now. Again, people think I'm tap dancing on his grave. What I'm telling you is let's learn. Let's take this as a learning experience. This just in as of today, three o'clock, Jonathan Major's issues worsen as more alleged abuse victims cooperate with the district attorney's office. Listen, I somebody said you called it. I'm always going to be on the right side of the calls. I'm always going. But my thing is, yep, somebody just said it over here. I called it. Guys, I'm always going to be on the right side of the calls. Now, you might not like it. You might think it's not good. You might come up with all kind of shaming language and all. Oh, you try to see a black man down there. You don't want to see a black. Listen, I don't, I don't have a dog in a fight. When I see a story, I call it. And I said, when you have this issue and he could come out still, listen, he's in trouble though. I said he was on the ropes. When you have this issue, one of the issues that you have to worry about at all times is another person coming forward and inevitably, They will, whether the allegations are legit or not by opening yourself up to the allegation now allows any second, third, fourth, and women are going to do it to come forward and say the same allegation or parrot the allegation. And it's a wrap. Now, for instance, if if, say something happened to uh, uh, say, something happened uh, and somebody came forward on me, uh, uh, a girlfriend or something like that, an ex-girlfriend, and she alleged to something and it's, you know, halfway believable what is gonna happen is my ex-wife can come out see yep that happened to me too you don't think that's gonna happen it absolutely will happen because we all have other women in our lives that shit didn't go right they didn't get what they wanted you actually did what they were accusing you of um you didn't treat them right on that you didn't answer their phone call you didn't give them 500 bucks it opens up the opportunity for more people to come forward and legitimize the original claim. This is how women work. And if you haven't learned that, you better learn it now. Stop making excuses, men. Yep, they smell blood in the water. You saw this with Bill Cosby. Some of those Bill Cosby women have come out and admitted they lied. Nothing happened. We don't know. Even the original story that he got convicted on was flimsy as hell. She maintained a relationship with the guy and bought him a Christmas sweater afterwards, but then came out and got paid to actually try to dunk Bill Cosby, and they did periodically for a period of time. But when one comes out, another one will. It's automatic. It's automatic because he's already been dealing with other women, and not every woman he dealt with was a clean breakup. There's always hard feelings. Now, let me just say this to play the devil's advocate. There have been rumors of him being abusive prior to this situation. And so let's just say he was guilty of this. It's a slam dunk. One woman opens up the box. Then other women that he possibly have been victimizing easy. What do you think? They're going to stay quiet. So here's the deal. All it takes is one. I've been telling you this and telling you this. I wish it wasn't the case. I wish men had some recourse. We know Johnny Depp was able to prove it after a while. Um, maybe Jonathan Majors can have that same look. Okay. He may be castle. I don't, he doesn't have Johnny Depp money. Johnny Depp spent $10 million in years and went to two continents to prove himself to be innocent. Jonathan Majors doesn't have $10 million. So what I'm saying is he's up against the wall significantly. With that being said, he could have cleaned this up pretty pretty easily. And he did not. He did not. He he misstepped. And this cause collateral damage i don't want to see him go down i'm not trying to take a black man down please but at this particular point you guys got to start listening to me okay you got to start listening to me whether you like it or not i'm gonna be right like 99.9 percent of the time this is what he has now and i think um he's lost also we we talked about it yesterday he lost his PR firm, his marketing firm. He's lost a commercial with uh perf- I can't remember. They went down with it yesterday. Let me see if I can pull it up, just so we have the sources. He's lost other commercials. A lot of everybody's pulled out. And I think what's gonna happen is everybody's got the docket now. His case is gonna be heard. His first hearing is gonna be May 9th. All right, let me see here. And so everybody knows what he's up against now, and they're pulling back. Let me see, there were some other things that he dropped here. Let me see what, oh, this called Vulture. Let me see what else he just got dropped. Oh, he was going to have a movie. It says several projects in development have dropped majors from their cast. According to Deadline, the magazine Dreams actor um, will no longer star in a film adaptation of Walter Mosley's novel, The Man in the Basement, or be considered for the unannounced fifth season, Otis Redding biopic so he was going to do an otis redding biopic got dropped which is called otis and zelma as for projects the major's name is still attached to still avengers low-key spike lee's understudy lions gates 48 hours in vegas in which he plays dennis rodman all right brand deals within the first week he's lost the u.s army they postponed his thing the major league baseballs texas rangers have removed majors from their 2023 season ad campaign that was reportedly set to debut on Friday. As for already announced vendors, Valentino and majors have also mutually agreed that the actor will no longer attend this year's Met Gala deadline reported Vent vulture, uh vulture has reached out to the fashion house for confirmation variety reports that majors is stepping down from the Gothic film and media institution Institute board and it's Sydney Poitier initiative, okay? Yeah. That 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 means he's getting dropped. I mean, it, it, it's a bad fumble. It's a bad fumble. Here's what we're not going to do. We're going to learn. We're not going to say, what about Brett Favre, <laughs> right? What about Ezra Miller? This is This is dumb. It's dumb to even take that approach because all you're doing is trying to take the heat off of this guy. At this point, we got to learn. I'm telling you, at this point, he should not even had a girlfriend, let alone been playing girls against each other, which was allegedly starting the fight. Again, I don't know what happened after that, but he should have ditched that bra a long time ago. He had the leverage to do it. And if he was uh, sneaking out on that girl and not being straightforward and honest, then that could have been problematic. All right. If he was putting pause on girls, that's very problematic. But he has an uphill battle. He has an uphill battle. We know that this is a $200,000, a $200,000, I'm sorry, $200 million loss, without a doubt. He lost two hundred million million five five years. Marvel was, basically, he was Marvel's main, he was Marvel's main character for the next five years. Okay, I want you to think about that. And if you want to take the approach of Hollywood, Holly weird out of control, which, you know, Holly weird, as people call these things, you know, they call these things the Hollywood thing doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's the same story. Right. He sold his soul and they came back. He didn't want to put on the dress. All right. He did his homo erotic global homo stuff. Right. If that's what you want to say, fine. It, It doesn't take away what's happening to him. It doesn't take away what's happening to him. Right. There's still lessons to be learned from it all right what do they call it sacrifices and blood sacrifices if you want to go there it's still there it doesn't matter i i also think it's ridiculous to say they just want to see your brother down this just happened to johnny depp this the same thing happened to johnny depp all right and i was hearing that people were like what about uh what about charlie sheen what the fuck Mm. charlie sheen well my lord (laughs) you're like People always try to bring out somebody else that's white that didn't get punished. Johnny Depp and this had the exact same thing happen to him over a five-six year period, and he was made to look like an asshole. Uh, pictures of him shooting and snorting cocaine, videos of him pouring mega pints of uh, wine, smashing around the kitchen. Wow, I mean that's that's crazy. So uh, yeah, that that right there, that's the update on him. So thank you for uh, bringing that up. But I would say it's curtains for that brother. Curtains. He's got an uphill battle. And maybe after a while, he'll come back. Somebody said Charlie Team paid his way out. (laughs) All right. Uh, Where are we at? Deadly Ellie says, I keep telling these Kayleys to stay off the carbs to stay skinny. They don't listen. And they end up Karens. Yeah, Kayleys turn into Karens. So that's if you do have a thing about Kayleys, which, you know, I do have a particular interest in Kayleys. One thing that you have to remember, you can like them, but the clock is ticking. Clock is ticking on them. They turn into Karens. I mean, where do you think Karens come from? You think they were Karens the whole time? No, they weren't. At one particular point, she looked like somebody, she she went to the beach and wore bikinis. At one particular point, she was blonde and had no tits, right? Like this woman says right here. At one particular point, she was like this.
1: But
0: I'm just trying to then right around like the age of twenty nine, twenty nine tops, some twenty six, some thirty two, some definitely by 40, 45. They turn into Karens. Mm. They turn into Karens. I mean, it's inevitable. It's automatic. <laughs> like there's no nothing they can do about it. <laughs> look, you got to know it, man. It's coming. Uh, even this brother, uh, even this brother right here, our Nigerian brother, he caught him a former Kaylee. And in her mind, she's still Kaylee. All right. In her mind, she's still Kaylee. Like, she's like, I'm still hot. And this brother confirmed it. Right here, look at him. Look at him. He done, He know he wrong. <laughs> like, they're, they're on borrowed time. I mean, they spend most of their lives as Karens. Matter of fact, if you ever have you ever been like seen an obituary and you've seen the woman that you didn't see in your neighborhood? She'd been 90 years old walking down the street, going to Gelson's, coming back with her one bag of groceries. You see her, you're like, look at this old lady. She's been old all her life. She dies. They put her in the obituary. <laughs> all right? They show her when she was in the small, small frame of her prime. And they show that old ass black and white photo or some photo and you, they pull her up and she looked like this when she was young. Right. You look at her, you like, what? Mm. Wait a minute. (laughs) Wait a minute. That was that old ass lady in my neighborhood going to Gelson's. They pull that shit up. They pull her old class picture up. (laughs) You're like, wait a minute. That's the old lady. Yep. That was her when she was 22. When she was 18, then when she when, when she died, she was like. <laughs> you sit there like, hold up for a second.
4: Wait a minute.
3: Who are you?
0: Yeah, that happens. I lived in a suburb. I didn't got got like that a couple times. I didn't got couple. Looking at her in the obituary, this cannot be the same lady. You go to their funeral. They giving you the flip back. They got all her pictures up from when she was 18 to 24. When she used to watch Gidget and shit, you know what I mean? She was on the surfboard watching Gidget, and now she old as dirt. You're like, man, this can't be true. Father time, don't play. <laughs> all right, she got pictures of her when she was with Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln was looking at her flatbacks like <laughs> now soggy granny. Yep, when she was on roller derby, she was looking all hot. Now all of a sudden it's it's a cold cold world, man. It's a cold cold world. <laughs> what do we got here? Eric. Yeah, sorry. Where we at? Pro man splainer will call you. It says, Coach, I heard tell, I heard tell men age like Sean Connery, women age like Sean Connery. Damn. Let's give that one the Undertaker bill. Oh, that's cold, Pro Mansplainer. I think you're right. <laughs> I think, how can we not? How can we not? How can we fight that? No. My goodness. <laughs> that's cold. Yeah, man. Anyway, ladies are like, "This is not true." I still look hot. My man said they age like Con- we age like Sean Connery. They age like Sean Connery. We got, we'll call them. Let's see. Jacob says, "Coach, I'm 24 years old, six foot five, decent jawline, in good shape, seventy thousand dollars a year in income. Still only get gorditas and single mamas." He said, "Chad, Chad's and Tyrone's really ain't winning either." He says, "What's the best way to navigate your local feed? Your local feed to get a degree in the junior college utilization." Yeah, man, I've been telling you guys a long time. Do not let these chads fool you. Okay, do not let these Tyrones fool you. I I kicked it with Tyrones. I was somewhat of like fitness training Tyrone in my late mid thirties and whatnot. You know, unless the dudes out every night and just going after. I I. Statistically, there's not that many attractive women. We know the 80-20 rule. If you just use the 80-20 rule, if you acknowledge the 80-20 rule, okay, you're acknowledging that 80% of the women are available to only 20% of the men. You're you're also acknowledging that the top 20% of the men will bang the bottom portion of women. The threes and up. It's you're you're acknowledging that. Now some men can be very picky and choosy small percentage of the top 20% can be that small percentage. Every now and then you'll see a guy and the girl will match and vice versa. But dudes are hitting anything that's getting wet. It is what it is. And so this guy's like, I'm six foot five in good shape, jawline young. And what's presented in front of him are gorditas and, and single mothers. Okay. Okay. And here's what we understand about that dynamic since we're teaching today. Because we get single mothers and gorditas, but we have to work for it. (laughs) The same dude that's six foot five, young and in good shape, those Gorditas, they throw themselves at these men. It's they they're not gonna have they're not these these Gorditas or these bottom rung women below average, like fours and threes, somewhat fives, they know they can't make this dude wait and play games. So they're going to throw themselves. They're going to have easy access. Typically what that does to the Chad or Tyrone, or if you will, that person is not, he's going to get satisfied by that. And he'll use that as just easy layups. That will prevent him from going after really highly attractive women. The highly attractive women then make that guy jump through hoops and hurdles. So Chad will go, I'll go with what's easy. And shit rolls downhill. Shit rolls downhill. Now I'm somewhere in the, like the 70 percentile. Like I'm not in the top 20 percentile and looks and whatnot. So I get easy layups here and single mothers there like for me, but I'm tired of that shit. I'm like, uh, I I'm in my picky stage and I'd rather go, I'll be picky and I know how to get it going over to the junior college. So I go to coach and I go to the junior college and I get exactly what I want. 19, 20, 21, 24, 26. Right. while I want it the race. I want it the body type. I don't play no games. I just be like, build a bitch build a bitch like this and I get it (laughs) right I get it how I want it I get it the fantasy how I want it I don't play the game but uh yeah uh we have to be understanding that dudes somebody said cooter ain't got no face yep it's all the same when we're horizontal yep it feels the same when all in the dark yep (laughs) so you got to understand that right you got to understand that that's where we are in the marketplace What the virgins or the incels, those two are separate groups. What they have to understand is. Is you think it's I suppose there could be this is kind of where their argument is. They believe that they should be in line for the threes and the fours. Now, don't 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 get it twisted. Guys that are out here banging multiple women in the 50 body count, 100, 200, 80 percent. 80% Eighty percent of the eighty percent of their body count are low grade women. Anyone who denies that, I challenge them to produce their receipts. <laughs> Listen, I already have the evidence on you guys. I already have the evidence on these dating coaches. I I got I got y'all's file already, but in, in case you want to be froggy and jump. In case you want to be froggy and jump, go ahead. 80% of your body count is pure trash. (laughs) Right? So you're banging bottom half women, easy layup, toothless, buck tooth, knock knee, cockeyed, pale skin, uh, pig, pig, you know, overweight. Every nine then you'll get you a hottie. And even that hottie is some kind of alcoholic, cokehead, methany. No, Knobby Kneed Pigeon Toe <laughs> You know what I mean Even she looks good Even she looks good But she's her qualities are all messed up <laughs> Right So yeah she's hot But she a bar maiden And she's a slosh You know a slosh She's a sloppy drunk You know and Yeah she a smoker A toker And all of that stuff and the chicken choker, so you know what I mean, like, like she been ran through. She a farmer prawn star. She on OnlyFans. So yeah, she from Alabama, Alabama six, and she cuckoo for cocoa puffs. So yeah, you got you a nice looking broad that you got in the pictures, and you sitting there like, you got a smoker, a toker, a midnight toker, and a chicken choker. Yeah, she a low, She a lush. Mm. Look, I'm calling it how it is. <laughs> yo, so, yo, we gotta call it how it is because if you go outside, the evidence is right there in front of you. And she was a she was a a runaway, a teenage runaway, and she was trafficked by a biker gang. <laughs> and her father tried to delete her. You know what I mean? He tried to choke her out, and she was a former abuse victim. Like, let's just call it what it is. I I got it. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't no Miss America. She wasn't plunked right from the sorority at Tuscaloosa. She wasn't a sorority chick at the University of Washington. She wasn't on her way to Stanford and you just plucked her out. She wasn't like a, a model that she just left the industry and landed in your lap that you red ganged. uh You know what I mean? Like, come on, man, we got to stop with the bullshit. The woman was on her way down and she didn't hit every branch of the ugly tree. You picked her up. Right before she hit the main ugly tree branch, the damn trunk, and the roots, you got her, caught her in your arms, and you had a lucky weekend. And there happened to be a Polaroid camera around. Other than that, you out there hogging. (laughs) (laughs) Please, please, mate. You caught her when she drunk as hell. But anyway, let me stop. Let me stop. You caught her when she was down bad. You caught her when she was down bad. She was on the corner crying at the bar. And you went over there and you put your Mac down. You caught her on a skateboard somewhere in in West Hollywood as she was homeless after she hopped off the Greyhound bus coming from Kansas City to make it to the big time in Hollywood. And now she was out there homeless. Strapping up. You caught her then. Mm. You caught her with her rent was due, right?
3: Your rent's due, motherfucker.
0: Her self-esteem was in the gutter. She'd been trashed all her life, and you caught her, and you bought her a pack of uh, uh cigarettes. And it was on like Donkey Kong. You cleaned her up, washed her off, washed the bottom of her feet off, and all of a sudden, you parading around like this. Talk about you get hoes. I know what it mm. is. <laughs> I know what's up. Don't try to come in here. She says she had a babysitter. What? So let's call it what it is, man. Look, let me stop. Let me stop. Where we got? Who we got here? Who I? We got Brian says, tipping my hat to you, sir. Best entertainment on YouTube. Indeed. Thank you, man. Thank you. Macaroni Tony, I stopped challenging your clairvoyance when you proved me 100% wrong about Juwan Howard being suspended. He says, I don't care how many times I tell that story. It's a moment in history for me that I had to admit I was wrong and apologized, which he said, which is rare. I'll be calling it like it is. Y'all be coming in with y'all emotional arguments. Well, it's a black thing and he shut the- and it was a white player to punch. I don't. I don't factor any of that in. I kind of factor some cultural things in. But I just look at it and go, "Mm." I know where trouble is. And just because a person gets in trouble doesn't mean I wanted it. And it doesn't mean it's the end of the story for him. And it doesn't mean he was guilty. I'm just telling you what's going to happen. Right? History, it it, it doesn't repeat itself, but it often rhymes. Shout out to Miles Garrett. Is that a football player? He says, my ex, let's call her Deep Throw, works at his management company. I reached out to her for info three days ago and she said that it would get worse and she was happy he was getting dropped. Now the bombshell hits Undertaker to his career. Wow. So here it is right there. There's a person kind of with a connection that's saying this is a well-known thing in the industry. Now, men, here's the thing I want to have to uh, say to you. if If I sniff false allegations, I will call it. I will say this some false allegation ish. I was on the me Too bandwagon talking about this is false allegation. They're going in here. Money grab. I will call it a money grab when it's a money grab. But if I can sense that something's up, I'll sense it and call it and be like, look, guys, back up the Tory Lanez thing. I was caught in the middle. I knew that woman was lying. I didn't know he would get what he got. But that's a prime example of we need to be careful on who we're supporting, because ultimately You'll be reminded that you were supporting something when the real story comes out. And for this story, this story, I was really reserving my judgment on just supporting the person right off the rip. I know some false allegation shit, but sometimes I'd be like, let me wait. Because you will support somebody and then the stories will come out and then there's no more tucking it back in. No more tucking it back in. I kind of had a sense about this one. Yeah, Tory Lanez, I don't think, should have got what he got. But uh, even though later after he got convicted, there was some jailhouse vi- uh, phone where he was kind of saying what he was saying. It it, he, it didn't end well. And we live in a country where men don't get the benefit of the doubt. And it is what it is. So deal with it, guys. How do you deal with it? Deal with it accordingly. Hey, all of your past allegations, I'm sorry, all of your past relationships, what do I always say? You don't know who you're going to be in 10 years. You don't know who you're going to be in 10 years. So you need to understand that in 10 years, you could be, you could be, you could have a Jonathan majors, like rise to success, but it could just be in your industry. Like, look at, look at what they say. My net worth is on the internet. You don't think that you don't think old people <laughs> talk running around here. They think it's the truth. I mean, even the lowest estimate I'm looking like, boy, that's crazy. The lowest estimate is actually bizarre to me. I'm like, man, that is absolutely insane. All right. And so, You know, what happens is when you rise, all of your past relationships, all of your past relationships are going to come out of the woodworks. And they're going to say, hey, I know him. And if your past relationships, your past relationships, one of them ended weird. Trust me, a lot of people I know in my past, they know about me now. And I'm different than I was Back then, I was in a different job, a different role. I was married, potentially. Um, I was single. I was probably in the streets. I was a different person then. So they see me now, I'm like, well, what is this shit? What, what is he doing? Now, if I treated a person bad, if I treated a person bad, does that give them ammunition? That if an allegation comes out against me today or tomorrow with the woman I'm with today, Does that give them ammunition to be like, I'll jump in on that bandwagon? Yep, he did that too. You don't know. You don't know who you're going to be in 10 years. So you got to make sure your behaviors operate properly. When you're doing what you're doing with women today, you got to make sure that that's what it is, because women smell blood. They smell opportunity. They are they're broke. They need rent money. And if they sense they can get it by jumping on the bandwagon, they 100% will. They 100% will. This is why I would look like a moron running game and cold approaching bitches out in the street. I would look like a moron in the position I'm in. That's actually the dumbest thing I can do as a strategy right now. I have to move in silence and violence. I've been recognized on dating apps. And that was before, like, I haven't used them in years. But that was when I first started doing YouTube. Somebody said, hey, aren't you that guy? A woman met me off of Bumble, met me, and she said, hey, I recognize you from the book. She didn't tell me that until we got to Starbucks, (laughs) right? I'm recognized generally in public, at airports, restaurants, outside of my city. When I go out, I've been recognized in Hawaii walking down the street. I can't move like I used to move. So if I'm at a bar running around, I can't just be like, "Oh, I'm gonna work on my game." Somebody might be like, "Oh, that's that little goofy ass CGA guy. Let's let's videotape him." And then all of a sudden, I'm on TMZ or I'm on YouTube, I'm on Instagram. You know what I mean? So you like for people that think like you know you can't you can't move the way other people move. I can't just be in the gym picking up. Because you just never know. You just never know. Not saying I'm famous, but it is what it is. And then if you give the person a the window, they can just do what they want. So I got to move accordingly. I got to move accordingly. I don't know what who is who and who's here for the right intentions or what. But people have recognized me in public everywhere I go. My son, we make a joke about it. I'm not going to get recognized today. I was in New York standing in the hotel lobby. Shout out to this brother. And we eating. I'm eating chicken. <laughs> I wear sunglasses everywhere I go. I'm very recognizable. I'm in a hotel lobby chilling. Me and my son, we about to go, uh, you know, walk around Midtown Manhattan. And we was like, let's go get some chicken wings. I'm sitting over there shuffling, sniggling, licking, eating chicken. Of course, somebody was like, yo, it's your name. And he named me and he said, I know who you are. I follow you. I watch you, blah, blah, blah. So everywhere I go, my son, me and my son is like, am I going to get recognized today? And and I'm always like, always. And he's like, nah, inevitably. I was at the Knicks game. Brother who worked in the arena recognized me. So <laughs> it's it's how it works. And I got to watch out. I'm sitting over there. I got chicken goop all over down my damn mouth paws, eating chicken. And brother's coming up. What's up? So you just don't know. And shout out to everybody that has recognized me in public. I'm in the gas station pumping gas. Brother walked up. Brother, he drove up. He was like, what's up, CGA? I'm pumping gas like this. I'm like, "What? what's up? So you never know, man. So I can't be out here just be like, I'm going to work on my game on bitches. Can't. Did I have a goal to? I had a gold tooth in my mouth. I had a I was holding watermelon too. I had a watermelon slice like this. Eating chicken, licking my fingers. It was bad. It was bad news. So you got to watch how you move out here. For me, I got to even watch how I move with women because they I don't tell them what I do, but they eventually find out. And they'll be like, "Oh, I found your stuff on the internet." I call it the internet. She was like, they always do that. I found your stuff on Instagram or I heard you talking and I heard something referenced. I looked you up. Did I tell you about that story too? I'll tell you about the story. This is this is the night show. I was messing with this chick. She's a, she's a Mexican chick. Shout out to her curly hair on her way to being a gordita. And you know, I met her. Um, and eventually we had a situation where she would come over to my house. First time she came over to my house, Um, I used to have my degrees on my wall in my bedroom, and when women come over, I would take the degrees off because it has my legal name. I go by a code name when I meet women, which is close to my legal name. Okay, it's not a lie, but it's a code name. Don't put the code name if you know it. So anyway, second time I meet her, second time I meet her, I forget to bring, I forget to take the degrees off my wall. You know when women naturally are investigators they are inquisitive they're nosy okay so they i forget to take them off my wall we're in my bedroom at that point she looks at the and she gathers the information she doesn't say anything she goes home i meet up with her a couple of weeks later she comes back i take the degrees off the wall she's back we do what we do what adults do in bed afterwards, she says, I found all your stuff on YouTube. Mm. <laughs> all right, You see what I mean? So it didn't sway her. She's found it. She listened to it. She said, oh, I thought it was kind of funny. Um, She said, I wasn't offended. I agree with most of it. But she didn't come up. She didn't text me. She didn't say, oh, I found your shit. Who are you? What is this? She waited till the third time after we were finished. I'm laying in bed trying to catch my breath. She's like, oh, I found your stuff on YouTube. I was like, what the? F-? Mm. I was like, really? And I said, how? She said, oh, you left your, I, I, I looked your name when you went to the bathroom. I looked at your name on the wall there. And then I saw your name, went home, Google, there you were. So, Guys. That's how fast she can go left. So I was like, boy, my aftercare better be really good with this individual. My aftercare better be good. I had to let her down lightly because it just gives people, and that's not the end of the story. It just gives people opportunities and ammunition uh, to that if you treat them dumb, shit could happen. Anyway, where are we at here? The happening, the happening bar in Asia apparently there's a bar where people are hooking up people are hooking up all right i was going to share another story about the wall maybe i'll pull this one over here uh let's let this man talk about it apparently in japan or i, I let's let's not assume where he, oh it is in japan shout out to everybody in japan i'm gonna have to visit that's gonna be my what? next trip my next trip is definitely gonna be in japan i don't know when though here we go is happening bar if you look up happening bar in wikipedia
3: you will find the following information customers with various sexual preferences gather together to enjoy conversation and spontaneous acts simply put it is a bar where men and women of various sexual proclivities can hit it off and have one night starts happening bar
0: all right so um you can go there there's women that are wide open they ready to get hit over there in Japan, they ready to give it up. Chad's are there, or who is the Japanese version of Chad? Who's the Japanese version of Chad? So even in Japan, they're doing it. It's called the happening bar. All right, so if you're in Japan, you can go over there and this is where you hook up. Let's continue. Could be described as Netflix and chill Bar, minus the Netflix.
3: It is not possible to enjoy a happening with anyone immediately. You have to find a partner. Communicate well, and both consent to a happening. Therefore, some unattractive male customers go to happening bars to Uh-oh. enjoy a happening. But in some cases, it happens that the hoped for happenings
0: doesn't happen. Oh no! So Ricky Tan, we're, we got to go with we got to go with Ricky Tan. All right, Chan is too easy. Ricky Tan, we'll go with Ricky Tan. So it sounds like 80-20 rule even happening at the happening bar. Even you overweight men go to the happening bar, and it ain't happening. Ricky Tan, you got to be Ricky Tan or part of the triad over there to go to the happening bar. So even there, you can't get it happening. Damn, that's cold. But I know it's a little bit easier than in America. And I know certainly if you're failing there, you can just hop on over to the Philippines or Thailand, and you'll be good. Just have a little bit of money. And uh, what do they call it in um, in Thailand? You need a couple of bots. I think it's called bots. You're going to need a couple of bots. Shout out to Ricky Tan or Jackie Chan if you want. Shout out to them. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see here. Not even happening there. Does this woman fit the profile of a food smuggler? Let's go ahead and pull her up right here. This woman's been accused. She's not the first one, and she certainly won't be the last. This woman right here has been accused of stealing chicken. Stealing chicken, yes. This woman right here. All right. Does she look guilty? Does she does she look possibly like a woman that would steal food? I'm not convinced. So let's go to the story. Let's go to the story, perhaps, and get the details. She looks innocent to me. What do you think? <laughs> All right, somebody hitting that tonight. Here we go. This woman said her DoorDash never arrived after I delivered it to the hospital. She works in. Full of cameras, so you know I had to go back. This guy name is Young Tucci. Tucci. Young Tucci. All right, let's play it. All right, he's going in. All right, narration by CG8. He's going to Excuse confront me. a woman who said she's. Excuse me. Is Chris still on the clock? Who? Chris K. She is a nurse. Uh oh, the woman's trying to hide. Uh, I don't know who that is. She's lying, guys. Nice. Mm-hmm. Women lie too. I'm I'm not trying to paint women as bad human beings, but we have to understand they're very, very manipulative. They're 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 some of the most dishonest people out here. And the reason why it shocks us is because we're we've been taught that they were honest and moral. They they're not going to be upfront. I'll always tell the truth. Nope, you are gonna lie. Okay. She lied. Do you know what office you're looking?
2: for?
0: All right, so now you gotta is. search her down. Oh, he found Hello. her chicken. So, you didn't get the DoorDash order? I'm sorry,
4: you didn't get the DoorDash order from earlier. I
0: don't know. Uh, what? What he says, watch how quickly she does doesn't know what I'm talking about at all to give me a reason why i it might have happened. I'm trying to read this shit down here. All right, so here it is right here. You guys are getting, you guys get in. She's like, I'm sorry, what? They're trying to uh, throttle my stream, by the way. I have
4: no idea what you're talking about. I, she, she even uh-huh. saw you with the well, food. I mean, okay. you guys have cameras here. You said the order never arrived. What do you mean? So why does it say that the customer says the order never I arrived? I don't, I don't know. Okay. I don't
0: know. Yeah, 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 yeah. She' lying.
4: Mm. And were you just trying to get free food and put my job on the line? Oh, okay. she's trying to cry. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. She' lying. But well, we are we have to figure something out because it says that the customer says the order never arrived, and I got a contract violation. Gotcha. I'm an independent contractor.
3: Yeah. Okay.
4: So that puts my job at risk.
3: The so we're going to have
4: to call DoorDash support off your phone because I wasn't the one that said the order never arrived. Be quiet. Be quiet. It's, on, it's an on your side of things. What? I don't
0: you, know. It doesn't just. Look, at, at she, look, is she doing the shoulder shrug uh with her hands in her pocket? And look, when confronted, look at this. Look at this. Honest people, huh? They so honest, huh? Listen, this is why you can't trust people. She don't trust people. She didn't ate that food down. She didn't chowed it down. Now look at her. It doesn't, you, it doesn't just YouTube randomly with happen with magically. Numbers. YouTube playing with my numbers. I had 20, I had 2,000 people in here. And look at that. They froze my stream up and lost all my people. Jump back in the stream.
4: You have to get a hold of DoorDash support directly to say that the order never arrived. Okay. Um, it's
2: a shared account. So it might be yeah, something a, that I somebody else did accidentally. I would have to talk to them.
4: Okay, well but we're going to... Yeah, I'm currently at work too and now my job's at risk because of I don't know. I, she said your boyfriend's name is, is Chris. Oh. She said she saw you with the food. So you you got the food earlier, right?
3: Down here, sir? Yeah. Okay. Like I said, yeah, first I didn't
4: do anything. Okay. Okay, your well I could have used the
3: wrong
4: card and he refunded. It wasn't It wasn't. He it wasn't you can't refund it. it. Yeah. It's What's you. Your last name? You Reported the order has never arrived. There's no refund about that. Well, maybe. I mean, there is a refund if you don't get your order.
0: I feel <laughs> guilty as hell, man. <laughs> you know she ate that food. You know she did that. think <laughs> for your food.
4: But that's the point of that is people don't get, like, my job's at risk. I can't just give you free food and, and sweep it under the rug. Like, it's not how it works. Like, I have a job, too. I have five kids. I got to feed. Like, it's not. I
0: get that,
4: but I didn't do it. So well, I understand. So, can we pull okay, the I phone don't. out and Ooh, figure out that
0: food pop print going crazy? She ate that food. She definitely ate that food. Yeah. Right. Let's, okay. So. Read her shirt. So, so here's at the- this I'm- point, <laughs> hold on for a second. I got thousands
4: of you guys uh, waiting to hear what happened to the DoorDash lady. What happened to me? I still get my job. All right. Do I still got my job. And um, I'm going to just go ahead and get right into all that. Get, get it. Also, I just want to say thank you so I much know, to uh, to anybody that started following me or found my music. Right, he music. It cut off like 30 seconds before I actually left the building. But, you know, I just wanted to get her confessing on camera, you know, hey, I got the food, which she did. And after that, the video, so the video cut off, and I basically just told her, hey, look, um, I know, I guess we're not going to get this solved right here, right this second. I said, But you got until the end of the day to get this contract violation figured out. I said, or if I wake up in the morning and it's still there, when I come back tomorrow, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be a fun time. And I said, I understand. And she said, I understand. And uh, that was it. So I walked out. Anyways, days go by or not days. The day goes by. I wake up in the morning. That video is probably at eight million. Um. I go to check my DoorDash app. Definitely don't have a contract violation on there anymore. All right, he got five kids, so she definitely took care of it. But man, y'all was eating her up in that comment section. Now for real, all, it almost
0: made me. She ate it up.
4: Me feel bad for her at some point, but now she deserved it. I just know that's gonna be a. It's gonna be a awkward awkward uh, little work.
0: All right, work. so he's got five kids. It looks like the situation was resolved, and uh, this is him. He got an update. And uh, let's read her shirt real quick. Somebody said to read her shirt. It says, what does it say? DoorDash support off your phone because pray more, worry less. All right. (laughs) Look at that, man. Holy moly. Look at that jawline. All right. Look at that jawline. The guy said he had five kids and he's doing DoorDash. Wow. Chicken. So she out here stealing chicken. You guys got to watch out. It's a thing here. I want you guys to know this is not the only person pulling this scam. Let's go ahead and take you to additional footage of people pulling the same scam and getting confronted. All right, here we go.
2: Excuse me. I was just wondering why you um, said that your food never got delivered when I handed it to you. So you did a... Oh, uh, yeah, it definitely does. And it's uh, that's that's fraud. And now I might get charged for it. It says that you reported that I never delivered your food to you.
0: Oh, who do you think's on the other side of this? Well,
2: uh, according to Uh-oh. my okay, that's fine. But I was saying it's, it's, it's fraud and stealing.
0: You finish it with a customer. Okay, so let's see here a security guard. Oh, it's a system. Yeah,
2: so I got a text message from DoorDash saying that you oh, no
1: talking to me when I was
2: looking at customer. Because you had the nerve to report your food as never being received so I can get in trouble and have to pay for or lose my job. I did not
3: report nothing. If you have a problem, you
1: need to contact DoorDash instead of
0: coming in my job. Wait a minute. So, Keisha here is talking about you can't, you had the nerve to come in my job and disrupt me when you disrupted this person's job. Mm. How you disrupt this person's job, get them fired, and then worried about somebody coming into the job. Now, let's take a look at this physique. She definitely looked like she'd been stealing food. All right. Anyway, well,
2: don't report it as being. OK, well, like I said, you
0: need to go. So you're saying you got your food? You need to leave me
3: alone. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you're man. saying Before you got
0: your food? That's Europe, man, that escalated pretty fast already to the police, already to the po-po. All right. I lost like 800 viewers over over like in the, like three, three seconds. All right. But that's it. She went immediately to calling the police. Wow. That escalated pretty fast. How come you couldn't? Let's work this out. All right, let's move it out. Let me pull up my app. All right, let me see, man. Let me pull out my phone to see if this is right. Maybe I'll pay you the $8 I stole. me, I'm going to call the police. So
2: please leave that's my fine.
0: job. Oh, that's what I just, I just
2: need you to say that you got your phone. I need you to leave my job. Can call the police. We can talk about fraud and all that. I don't that. care what we can
0: talk about, lady. You're in my job. All lady. right, so <laughs> she don't care. Uh, It is what it is. YouTube's freezing up my stream over there, all right? But uh, let's go to the next one. There is someone else. There is someone else that has pulled this scam. I haven't found any men yet. Perhaps let's find a man. Let's find a man. Here we go. <coughs> it has got to be a man right here. Yeah, I'm buffering. They getting my stream. They knocking me out the box. Uh, i are playing.
5: Uh, I delivered food here yesterday from Chipotle. Yeah. So you put down that. I got identity. another error.
0: I got another error on my free agent lifestyle channel. They watching. They watching. <laughs> All right. Somebody watching. All right. Yeah, man. But the notorious Everybody channel seems to be doing good. Dad. Notorious channel's not doing bad.
5: Yeah. It was you. This is my only source of income. I do this all day. Now I'm fired from my job because you want your $10 burrito? Are you out of your mind? Who does this? Who does that? You got me fired? Like, I need the corporate number or something.
0: Here's the deal. I, I
5: need to get your ass fired.
0: Uh-oh. You know what's funny? That The Free Agent Lifestyle channel is completely tweaking and the Notorious channel is smooth as hell. Nothing's happening on the other channel. The other channel's doing completely fine. All right, why is that channel going? That's crazy. Here we go. That's when you know, brothers. That's when you know. <laughs> they dropping me down. Do you have a
5: corporate number? You have one?
2: I'll contact
5: Yeah, yeah. All right, you want to say that you got your food? I'll contact them, but... But
0: what? Did you... The Notorious yeah, you know, Channel has lawyer no lawyer. problems. It's not buffering. I at even called
5: my lawyer. He told me I can call the cops because it's theft. It's theft. Are you gonna say you got your food or not?
0: So or- this woman right here stole food. This one right here. Look how she's looking. She got caught. She got caught. Yeah, they watching Coach Heavy over there. They, they, de- I've lost like a thousand viewers over here. Over here on the Notorious Channel, smooth as a baby's bottom. Nothing happening.
5: Should I call the cops? because you, you're stealing, I'm not stealing. And so yeah, yeah the, you are stealing
0: look at the non remorse right here she knows she's caught
5: yeah, who does that who fucking raised your ass who raised you seriously fucking piece of trash oh
0: so That's he pissed off want. so he pissed off and like a lot of people they pissed off so she got caught with her hand in the cookie jar she got caught smuggling and guess what she didn't care and this is her scheme she's probably done this plenty of times And now she's sitting over there acting like, acting like, now that she got caught, now she's acting like she don't know what happened. Watch out. All right, here we go here. Let me give you some super chats and we'll finish up. Now that they get me all crazy over there on the Notorious channel, MC Hamster says Mastodons can't throw themselves. They stampede. Wow. And he says XX is going from 304 to Andrea 3004. All right, Brown 310, these repacked this 304s are still 304s. Abel returns to eating. Coach, this is why every man is a potential target uh, either now or 20 years from now. We must always diversify our income streams and make them independent and international. Okay, international and independent. You must make sure you diversify because if you do not, what will t- typically happen is People will sue you and go after money they think you have. And if it's all in one place, all legitimate, that's how you lose money. Okay? We have to understand, people will do desperate things for money.
3: Your rent's due, motherfucker.
0: All right? And you must have your money. Like, I would say, if you're something like this, don't own anything. Don't own anything in your name. If you're a person rising up and you're not a normie ham and egger, don't buy a house in your name. Don't buy cars in your name. Okay, buy it in the LLC, a business, protect it, all entities, all separate. Don't be out here bragging, I got five houses. All right, you're going to lose it in lawsuits. Protect your income. If you start rising and getting to the 100, 200, and 300, don't buy shit in your name. I'm not saying do anything illegal for tax purposes, but protect all of your assets. Even um, Andrew Tate, I heard, was saying stuff like that. And I went above and says, I own nothing. Um, I own nothing. I'm not trying to have pride in owning shit because all it does is make it fodder for le- uh, legal issues. Reginald Flair. Hey, coach, just showing some support. You cracking me up in this stream, but I got to finish watching the Lakers. It's barbecue in there. Shout out to the Lakers. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. That's not the one. It's barbecue in there. All right. Uh, Roberto Moreno. Shout out to the hardest working man in the business. CGA the GOAT. Shout out to you. Oh, also on YouTube, what's popular is uh, people that go and check other people's YouTuber stuff, right? They'll go to your financials and all of this shit and see what you own and what's registered where. All right, you ain't about to get me. All right, Sean, Mason, appreciate you. Agent Machine says celebration payment came on after a great workout. How's that DoorDash witch lie? How that door dash witch lie on that man with five kids? This is what lack of accountability looks like all right you guys got to watch out for that she she probably didn't care one of the things you're going to find is that people who you think are honorable moral and have remorse they don't they're just like everybody else just because she has long hair or a female don't assume that she's going to have remorse like like um they're going to be remorseful honest and forthright and 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 forth right or <laughs> forth watching no government name sd coach sometimes um something i notice on about half the women i know um have some that have some kind of undiagnosed health issue that they never have to stay in the hospital for he says i don't know any guys with these issues wow so they always have something right right they always have something i it's hard to have have a find somebody today that has nothing Everybody got something. I got my thyroid and I got this and I got a medical mental health. I'm like absolutely tired of it. I'm absolutely tired of all of these people. Always. They got something. I got the gout. I got this. I got a small esophagus. (laughs) Like. Yeah, Lakers going to win the season if John Moran is out. All right. Let me see here. If you're having buffering issue, come over to the Notorious CGA channel. But they always got something. It's always something. And then it, you never hear about it until they are in the jam and a the pickle. They never introduce yourself. "Hi, I have a thyroid issue." It's always when, "Alright, we got to go hike this mountain real quick. Pull all the stuff down. They're on the job. We got to we got to move this piano up the stairs." "Oh, I got asthma." <laughs> yeah, I got a compressed I got a compressed spinal column and I got a I got um scoliosis. And I got a foot larger than the other and a leg shorter than the next. And I'm cockeyed. I'm blind legally. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? Pinched nerve. I got a damn compressed, compressed shoulder blade. They be like, my scapula is messed up. I sprain my ACL. I spray my ACL on my scapula. Like, mm. I have subscapularis of the scoliosis of the esophagus. You're like, what the hell? <laughs> like, it always, oh, it never fails. You're like, what the what? They just be trying to get out of shit. Never fails. And I'm like, well, what do that got to do with us getting our job done? I got asthma, asthma, asthmatic, arthritis. I got early onset, All the onset cataracts. You're like, God damn, I got Alzheimer's disease. What the what? Everybody got an excuse when it's time to get this work done. Shout out to Maryland guy says, hey, coach, Uber Eats gives the customer a pin number that they have to tell the delivery driver so you can't pull any fast or free food scams. Really? I didn't know that. (laughs) I haven't ordered Uber Eats or any of the apps in a long time. Sean Mason, appreciate you, brother, for being here. And Agent Machine says, oh, oh, I already got these brothers already. Shout out to you. Thank you for sticking in through all the buffering and the hating over there. People are not happy. Why are they not happy with this stream? I wasn't mean at all. Okay, last one, men unbothered. Remember we showed you that one intent-seeking TikTok woman who was just dancing and wiggling and, wiggling her thing in front of people and trying to get their attention nobody's watching her okay her whole thing is to wiggle her little boot and she had a fine little body and um she's on the internet millions of followers but then when she was in public nobody was giving her that type of attention most men were completely ignoring her we got another video of men being unbothered by women trying to do attention seeking shit and of course she targeted a group full of brothers i don't know if this is staged but uh, it came out pretty well. Let's go to the skating rink and uh, see what we see here. Let's go ahead and play it. Ah, there it is right there. She does the split. And take a look at this. Even the thirstiest men on the block.
3: Yeah, that
0: brother's starving. <laughs> ain't falling for that flat back. Look at his brother. Unbothered. Ain't looking. Not looking. Not looking. He kind of looking. Take a look at then when the reality hits. And I wish I could play it, but he has music. Unmoved, unscathed, unbothered. Now look at the reality. On the internet, (laughs) you're famous. Online, you're the shit. Online, you got simps. But in real life. Yeah, she ain't got enough booty for these ninjas. These ninjas used to be dealing with real heavy, heavy artillery. Real heavy women. They ain't got no need for this flat back. Look at these brothers. They like, yep. All right, let me go back here. He has a funny little meme. But here it is. She's like, watch. I'm going to go over there and I watch this. I'm going to look. Look at all that flat back. All right. I would have watched, but. She's like, watch, I'm going to go over to these guys. I bet you they're going to be starving.
3: Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, and then she
0: went right over there. Watch this, film this. Look. Yep. <laughs> these
3: brothers are unbothered. These brothers are unmoved. These brothers are un. <laughs> <laughs> you <don't use> <laughs>
0: Another satisfying race. Oh. Oh, man, let me see here. You see that? Hey, man, sometimes the Internet, (laughs) the Internet is undefeated. And I'm loving it. You know what I mean? We need to make sure we stay focused like that. We need to make sure that we just don't acknowledge the seeking Instagram shit and they catch you on camera. Now, let's just say they were caught on camera. She would have diced it up. She would have had each everybody. She would have focused on on everybody. She would have had everybody's face framed. She would have said, look at these guys paying attention to me. She took that L like a champ. Hold on for a second. Let me see if I can pull it. Yeah, shout out to them brothers there. Them brothers from Chicago. They definitely from Chicago. They don't want high, no hair, or that flat back. Mm. <laughs> all right, they like whatever. Look, look. you need to frame that because she know she could have swore that she would have had all of them attention. <laughs> look at the reality. All right, wow. Yep, look at that. Oh, man, that's just sad, man. That's just a sad reality when that happens, man. Look, she targeted them. Why don't we acknowledge the fact that she targeted them if this is not a skit? She literally targeted that group and said they are going to fall for this. And they didn't. She didn't get one. This guy kind of looked. And everybody else they hired in the kite. It says she tried to eat, but the seasoning was nowhere to be found. The (laughs) brothers
3: are unbothered, these brothers are unmoved, these brothers are (laughs) 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 unstable.
0: That is a fat L and uh wonderful. It's one of the wonderful things that we see on the internet because had they been, had they been simping for her, she would have had them all over the internet. Mm. I love it. That is great, man. That is a great, that's a great moment. <laughs> Even the most sippiness dudes couldn't fall for that. They're like, nah, that's just a little bit too. That's a little bit too suburban. Yeah. She lost a whole bunch of self-esteem. Uh let's see here. Let's stop sharing and then proceed here. Let's talk about the repackaging, the rebranding of women. There's a big stream going, a big trend going on. Women rebranding themselves. And they're doing this, they're becoming Christians after doing OnlyFans or after becoming single mothers. We call it the repackaging of the Peace League. And they repackage it. They say they've been their sins have been washed away. We'll show you stories and then they come out here and say they're a good women, they're available, they're great, they'd be good partners, you'd be power couples, but they're taking it to the max now. Let me show you a couple examples of the repackaging. The repackaging here. Here's an example right here. We're going to go to the white. We're going to go to the white. <laughs> this, is, this is on a dating app. This is not my dating app. This is not my dating app. Well, as you can see here, we got a blonde, and she's probably a fat back. Yeah, she looks like she probably gained some baby weight. You see the baby here. The baby definitely is. Tyrone smashed it, skeeted it up, shot up the club. All right. Tyrone shot up the club. This woman's 25, so she's still junior college range here. You know, she got her a chocolatey baby. Somebody else is the pappy. I'm a <laughs> and she's a 25-year-old dancer. Uh, she has high school experience. She's a woman, and she's less than five miles away from somebody. But uh, take a look there. And, uh, yeah, you know, just looks like a winner. Looks like a winner. <laughs> and uh, let's go down and read about me. Oh, this is why I gave up dating apps a long time ago. I cannot deal with this normie. This is too normieville for me. About me, no games. Of course, of course, she doesn't want to play games. Damn, where are all the good men at? Uh oh. What happened? Where did all the she says? I'm a single mom go? to a baby boy. I've noticed it. Who is my world Package deal? Of course, the father is out of his life. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. I mean, listen, I mean, I didn't see that coming. Shocker. What else happened? I am ready to settle down. Uh Oh, with a nice, hardworking man with a good job. All right, man, this is just too easy. What dating coach knocked this woman up? <laughs> now she's ready to settle down. And with the hardworking man and a good job, where's the daddy at in jail, in jail without no bail. All right. And what else did she say? You must be white or Hispanic and not be racist. Oh, um, I'm sorry. You must be white or Hispanic and not be racist. I mean, aren't you? Well, you're just doing the preference, but you must like blacks because I have a black baby. And she says, no druggies. I am now a good Christian girl and looking to be a good wife. Well, take a look here. This is definitely a rebranding. So she was out here in these streets, obviously. In these streets. <laughs> she was in these streets. And now she's ready to put that all away and ready to settle down. No games, no players. (laughs) Here we go right here. Wow. This has got to be one of the, and ladies, I just want to let you know, I don't know, there's very few listening. Why in the world do you think that this is a good thing to put on a dating app? You sound like everybody. Everybody says this exact same thing. I don't care if they're a single mother, overweight. I don't care who they, they saying the exact same thing. Every dating app reads like this. This is absolutely crazy, but this is a repackaging, a rebranding, if you will. All right. And she's just basically like, forget what you see. I'm going to rebrand myself. I got another one. We got a whole bunch going on in this trend here. It always centers around God. Here's a woman, how I asked God to erase my past before marrying my virgin husband. And of course, he's a Reuben stutter type of dude. Born-again woman. Oh, the humanity. This is a trend. You obviously know she was back at Freaknik. She was back at Freaknik. Now she's back here with the love of her life. A lady born again in Jesus has shared that she prayed to God, this is her Sierra, to erase all memories of the men She's been with before settling down with her new man. What happened? Where did all This can't be go? real. This can't be real. She did not just say that. Erase all the memories. Adara Sharon, who is a counselor. There you go again. Said she entered into her marriage as a new person without any feeling or shame. <laughs> she said that she thought she was not a virgin. Wait, she said that thought she said that though, my bad. She said that though she was not a virgin and her husband was one. They decided not to let that ruin intimacy of their marriage. There they are. Lucky guy. Oh. Taking the Twitter she wrote, when hubby when hubby and I got serious about courtship and I fasted and prayed and asked God to erase any ties and memories of the men I had been, be, been with before my husband. I was not coming to our marriage bed with no prior activity. I wasn't coming to it ashamed or condemned either because I made clean in Christ. However, I wanted to be able to come to my marriage bed with dignity and for our experience together to be unique to us. He was a virgin and I was not. But I did want I didn't want that to hindrance uh, our sexual relationship. People forget that the marital bed is undefiled. Also means both partners have no sexual ties, including memories to any other person past and present. So I prayed that all my sins would be washed away to consecrate myself. I'm grateful that God erased everything. Not a single recollection. I wanted to have nobody and nobody to compare him to. Part of the reason marriages get in trouble is when couples aren't sexually satisfied due to measuring their spouses against previous partners. Comparison is truly the thief of all joy, including the joy of coming together as one. No pun intended. Here's the deal. Sex is learned behavior. That means you have to learn your spouse and you will never truly do that living the memories of previous partners before your spouse. Gentlemen, gentlemen. (laughs) This is why you don't be with older women, right? You know what I mean? Like, Lord. This is not going to work out. This rebranding is going to be brutal. That is amazing, guys. Well, I do have a video of her. Of her rebranding, if you guys will and wish, the older people will get this. um Here's the video. Here, take a look. If you just run your car backwards, potentially run backwards, you can reverse the miles off that odometer. Everybody that knows Ferris Bueller knows that this is true. Okay, you can definitely reel the mileage is back right there if you just put it in reverse, or pray, or have your sins washed away. Absolutely. All right. Wow. And he says, those balls aren't coming off going in reverse. Of course, they ain't. Mm. My Lord. All right. We got another one, guys. If you think this is weird, I've reported on this, but it's part of the story. Uh, I got to wait for this advert to adjust so I can get it up here. All right. There she is. Okay. Popping it on the screen. Here's the story right here. I hated my first time. So I paid $10,000 for surgery to restore my virginity. Now, this is obviously a, a woman promoting her OnlyFans, but let's just, let's just see what's going on here. All this is is OnlyFans women promoting their OnlyFans. But it says right here, she got some tissue. Wait a minute. Hold for a second. Yeah. She got some tissue, now she's ready for some hanky-panky. A Miami woman is claiming, claiming she went and underwent hymen reconstruction surgery because she wanted to have a sex like it was the very first time. Influencer, who's not going to say her name, has made headlines for looking like Kylie Jenner. Explained she endured the $10,000 procedure because she was not happy. With the way she popped her cherry. (laughs) I was 17. I was a 17 year old teenager when I lost my virginity to a 30 year old guy. (laughs) Hey man. Hey, you guys keep saying I'm wrong, but I get proven right every single time. Look at this age gap. 17, 30. What do I say guys? I say this all the time. These younger women are out here with older men and then when they get older they get mad that older men are with younger women they do it all the time man this is not this is i know people that don't they don't think this is happening this shit is happening now people should be punished if they're violating the law but guys if you think this is not happening you're out of your mind i don't know how much it is but it is this one says she says i was 17 when i lost my virginity to a 30 year old guy She's now 22, and she says um, she told the Daily Star without disclosing her former paramour's name, just like many women, I was deceived. I was promised marriage and child children like in fairy tales. She added, it's evident that once he got what he wanted, of course, he skedaddled. <laughs> All right, he skedaddled. All right, so uh, she got used and abused. This is why they come out here. She's from Brazil and she also insists. She hasn't worn underwear in two years, as she has grown more comfortable with her body. She says her libido has also increased. All right. And she's okay. I, I don't know what this has to do. This is definitely an OnlyFans promotion. I'm gonna I'm gonna be willing to bet she has an OnlyFans. All right. Um, and so what the OnlyFans girls will do is use their money to make these, um, make these, put these publications out. All right, this is just advertising. So, cause as you can see. They're really not talking about the surgery. I guess they are right here. They said right here in August, a surgeon says the demand for labiaplasties doubled in one year alone. He reported the um, he reported perfor- he reported performing fifty labioplasties in twenty twenty one and even more in twenty twenty two. He blamed tight clothes, leggings, tights, and uh, the need to alter the inner and outer vaginal lips. Here's the thing, man. This story is not even covering what she's talking about. This is why you know. This is why you know this is just a OnlyFans marketing article. All right. All they did was come up with the headline, put her photos up there, tell you where her name is and and what it is. But so anyway, thought it was an interesting title. Next one. Next one. Madonna. Madonna. She's always reinventing herself. Let's take a look at her. We can't play the volume, but uh, Madonna has always reinvented herself. She's now in her 60s, allegedly at one point had a boyfriend in her 30s. And this is this is this is what this is who she is now. Wow. Wow. What? Oh, my gosh, man. Oh, the humanity. Dear Lord, what is she doing to that ice cream? Look at what she doing to that ice cream, y'all. What is she doing to this ice cream? The invincible ice cream. Who mama is this? <laughs> I wish I could play the music. What is she doing? <laughs> Look at the ice cream. What? I hope it's ice cream. Is this ice cream she licking? (laughs) Well, there it is. There's more ice cream on this side. She's still licking some ice cream. There it is. I'm hoping this is. What are we doing, man?
3: Oh, the humanity.
5: (laughs)
0: Oh, my God. Mm. Man. Yeah, you can repackage yourself at any point, man. This is why they don't have to throw in the towel. There's no rush. But, you know, there's heartache and pain at some particular point. And uh, there's an article here that talks about this, and we'll talk about the last two women. This one says the awful, and this article was written in 2014, and this shows you how the media, they would not cover this story, this story today, because they would agree with every talking point of the Crimson Capsule. That probably that has originated during this time. The awful day we knew we lost our looks. It's the moment of all women dread Four writers reveal when it hit them. You mean the wall? This article, look, Daily Mail written March 2014. They would not write this story today. They would not let this hit the airwaves because then they would have to quote Kevin Samuels. But here we go. Actress Saren Stone struck a chord with Women Everywhere recently, recently, as 10 years ago, when she revealed the terrible panic she experienced when she realized she was losing her looks. We asked four women to reveal when they realized they were aging and how it made them feel. Former model Jilly Johnson, 60. I'll never forget it. I was crossing the road to enter some department store in London when I caught a glimpse of a tubby, woman ref- tubby woman's reflection in the shop's huge window. When her stride started to mirror mirror mine, it hit me. She was me.
1: And that's you.
0: Yes, indeed. I was completely taken aback. See, this story would not be written. They're talking about the wall. I was only 15 when I first hit the modeling scene. Blah, 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 blah. Now she's 60 and she realized she hit the wall. Here's a woman, 48. It was 10 years ago. They would not write this story today. 48-year-old woman. Living in France in Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi, she said, ten years ago when I was thirty-eight, and driving into our local village in France, when I caught a sight of myself in my rear view mirror, there was a crisscross. Wait, there was a crisscross of wrinkles across my forehead and around my eyes. In between my eyebrows, there was a a great big dip which made me look permanently angry, and she probably had the frown lines and whatnot. Here's another one. Woman, age 46, when did it hit you? When did it hit you? Since I was a little girl in my family. Okay, we don't care about all that. Talking about trips and all that. Once when I was about eight. Okay, we don't care about all that. When did it hit you? Last spring trip was particularly poignant because my grandma had died shortly before uh, we went. Okay, well, get, get to the story. When was it? When was it? She ain't mentioning it. What is this one? 47. Standing bleary-eyed in my bathroom, I stared at my face in the mirror, wondering how in the world I'd woken up with the line of black b running the length of my forehead. I rubbed it in with the flannel, but it didn't budge. All right, I was 34. <clears throat> 34. See, this is the stuff. Throughout my teens and 20s, I had always looked younger than I was, but as I hit mid 30s, all that stopped. Mother nature took the brakes off and seemingly overnight I turned from bright-eyed, dewy-skinned nymph into red-eyed, flanky skin, flaky skin hag. <laughs> oh my lord. Yo. This is how th- this is the difference between This is how you know media is not honest. Because we know this. This is what men have been saying for the last 10 years. And guess what? People have been using the miracle of modern science. People have been saying it's not true. Women aren't left over. And in these days, this is what happened. But now we have Botox and we have all these things and makeup and filters and all these things to hide it. Look, look at this woman looks good. Yeah. After she's been put on her cocoa butter and got some sleep and put on her eye cream and her makeup and her wig and and her implants and all. Yeah. And then when you say it, they act like we're this is why you don't fall for the gaslighting. Don't fall for the gaslighting. They're going to well, look at this one. She looks good still. And she's 56. That's one. Give me give me all the 56 year olds. Line them up. OK, give me 10 at random. Line them up. And so now the media has changed that. Now you could even write that article. Can't even write it. You. They act like you're out of your mind by even suggesting it. <laughs> <laughs> right, when in ten years prior, not even full ten years, they let that article fly. Isn't it crazy? Right. Let's go to this uh right here, Black China, the big rebrand. Black China. We covered her just a bit. Why is she rebranding? Black China shares photos from 2022, her baptism. I was reborn. All my sins are washed away, I've been redeemed. Let's all sing it. I've been redeemed, I've been redeemed. I've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, filled with the Holy Ghost I am. All my sins are washed away, I've been redeemed. Mm. (laughs) I've been delivered. We have to pull that up. By the blood of the Lamb, filled with the Holy Ghost, I am. All my sins are washed away. I've been redeemed. Mm. (laughs) Where we at, bro? This crazy. This crazy, bro. (laughs) We gonna do the gospel album? Let me pull up the "I'm Delivered" guy. You know that's coming. I'm delivered. Hold on for a second. Delivered. Let me see if I can pull up. There he is. Let me see here. Let's see if they let him, let's see if they had the video. All right, I gotta find the original Yeah, this is just, re. oh yeah, I got him. Dang. Okay, here, here we go. Let's pull him up. See if I can get him up here. I hope it's the video. Fair use. Get delivered. Do you believe that the Lord tonight
3: has set you free? Yes, sir. Turn around and tell those people. Uh-huh. I'm not gay no more. Uh-huh. I am deliberate. Yeah. I don't like men no more. Uh-huh. I said I like women. Okay. Women, 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 women. I said women. I'm not gay. I would not date a man. Oh. I would not. Pair of purse. I would not put on makeup. I will. I will. Yeah. Love a oh, woman. Okay. Oh, no. Listen, he ain't going to oh, Hell, God. No. please praise God with him. Wait. Hold on. Wait a minute.
0: Get Hold it. Just Get one it. minute.
3: Oh, now, no, either no. you're going to believe this stuff or you ought to stop preaching it.
0: If you can't praise God with him, nope. you're an unbeliever. That's right, you are a non-believer if you can't have these women uh, repackaging themselves. Let's get it again. What happened? You've been delivered. Here we go. I'm not gay no more. Uh-oh. I am delivered. Yeah. I don't like men no more. I'm not only fans no more. I've been delivered. I've been baptized. My sins don't wash away. I know the next day he was with a man's. I thought I like women.
3: Women, 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 women,
0: I say women. Peace.
3: I'm not gay. I would not date a man. I would not tear a purse. I would not put on makeup. No. I will. I will. Yeah. Love a woman.
0: Oh, there you go. There you Listen. go. Oh, no, no. God, no, praise no. God. Damn, my man looking like. Hold on for a second. Let's play that part without the volume. My man looking like he got he got hit with the fireball on Mario Brothers. Hold on. Watch this. Watch this right here. Damn. I mean. All right, man. So this sounds like what China are doing, Black China doing. All <laughs> right. Where is it at? Black China says she's been delivered. I, she said that right here. Hold on for a second. She said, did she said I've been delivered? Nah, she said she's been reborn. There it is right there. She was reborn. Mm. Just like that, man. That's all it takes. She don't like OnlyFans no more. She don't like filters no more. She don't like Instagram no more. <laughs> all right. And she likes women's. Does she might like women's? I don't know. But you could just go on and just go on and just wash them sins away. And just come out. I'm a new woman tomorrow. Next day, I'm a new woman. (laughs) Just like that. You can get the Baphomet tattoo just uh, uh, clear right off your skin and you deliver. Mm. She's not the only one. She's not the only one. We got one more. This woman's name is Young Miami. Young Miami. All right. Let me see if I can pull up a picture of Young Miami. Uh, Let me see. Is she from City Girls? I think she's from City Girls. Let's, let's pull up a before of Young Miami. I think her name is Young Miami. All right, hold on for a second. Let me see if I can get a good one. Let's see if it's a, we got a good one here. Young Miami. Uh, I'm going to go with this, this picture right here. This is This is Young Miami. Let me see. I think this is Young Miami. And there it is right there. This is Young Miami. All right, you see it? Uh Yeah, there it is right there. This is young Miami right here. All right, this is what you see now. All right, this is what you see now. Apparently, she's gone through a change as well. Let's go ahead and show you what young Miami looks like today. And we'll read a little bit about uh, what's going on. This is young Miami today. All right, she looking like Oprah Winfrey back when the color purple debuted right here. She does. She looking like Oprah now. All right, she got a different wig. She she got rid of the color, and they put her in. Don't she look like Oprah? She got her Oprah. Her, she got her harpo going. She done washed away. <laughs> she done washed away. She looking like Oprah right here, right here. What happens? Wait, sister, what happened? Let's listen. Let's listen to what happened. She kind of got it busted wide open here, but she's looking elegant now. She's not looking street. She says she wants to change the way. She talks. All right. This is a rebrand. This is a rebrand. See that? Now, because she's in a, she's moving with different people, she's probably not getting the respect that she thinks she deserves, and she recognizes that it might be costing her opportunities. Um, People aren't treating her like she thinks she needs to be treated. Let me see how old she is now. I got to do this. How old is young Miami? She is 29. Yeah, I mean, this is right par for the course. 30 is always rebrand. And so she can't be that girl anymore. So here's this. What does she say now? What does she say? She says, when speaking to the magazine, Young Miami talked about her distinct sound when it comes to music and her unique voice. While it's sometimes or while it's something that many people love about her, The rapper admits that she's been wanting to change it for a while now. Quote, I really want to change the way I talk. I just feel, I just feel like it's my accent. It's growing up in Miami. It's my slang. I talk like my mom. And many people do, that country grandma and all of that stuff. However, she adds, a lot of people don't understand it. And they take it as being like illiterate. Or not being able to talk properly. I always think about it. I'll be like. I'm going to do it. But I never follow through. I can't disguise my voice. Even if I wanted to. Now this is a rapper. I mean she probably used that to rise to her fame. And everything like that. Now she's in a different echelon. She probably has a couple of net worth. A couple of dollars in her pocket. And she used that. Just like Black China used this dottery image. Just like Madonna, now that she's in a different echelon, she's rolling with a different group of people. She's want to rebrand. I'm, I, I want to change. And I applaud her for actually trying to work on it. I wonder what she sounds like. Let me go ahead and find a video of what she sounds like. I don't know what she sounds like. Let me see if I can find a young Miami video. Right. And see what she sounds like. It probably worked for her up until now. And she probably is trying to get wiped up by Diddy. And um it ain't working because she probably sounds ratchet. Let me see here the truth about uh let's see young miami speaks on leaving diddy okay so we got her talking right here we got her talking let's share it i don't know what she sounds like never heard a song by her can't name a song let's hear it, it What's a speak- double date like single, baby. she said oh excuse me what
3: you me
0: you know what i might have saw some pictures but yeah. i might have been mistaken yeah yeah i'm single
3: okay F-I-N-G-L-E, single s i n
1: g l e baby
0: s i n g L E. Okay. Young Miami
1: and Diddy, the power couple that had the world. I'm giving my life away to you. So I mean, I
0: wouldn't. God dang music in the background, man. I hate that with these YouTube videos. Why y'all be putting music in the background? All right. But anyway, let me see if I can find another one where she's talking. Okay. attempts to reenact her BM. She's in a TV show called BMF. All right. All right. I don't know. I I can't. Okay. Here we go. Another video with music in the background. Ridiculous. These music videos, good Lord. All right, anyway, I can't find it. (laughs) I can't find it, but I think she's trying to rebrand. Everybody got music in the videos, and it's super duper loud. I used to do this, by the way. Uh, Like my first year on YouTube, I used to play my theme song in the back while I was talking. And um, what I noticed, if you're a YouTuber, stop doing that shit. I know on Instagram and all of that shit, you can got it on TikTok. It helps with the algorithm. But if you produce that content, you can't never use it again, re-edit it, nothing. So you're going to find out now that music in the background forever, you can't chop your videos up. All right, you can't chop your videos up. And then when you chop it up, whatever music's in the background is going to be chopped up. So um, I can't rebrand much of my content to put on Instagram Reels Because it's all got music in the background. So if you're a content creator, stop that shit. (laughs) It's not good for you. Uh, But uh, it might get you through TikTok a little bit better. I'm not not sure. Let me get to the super chats and we can get out of here after I got throttled today. Johnny D says, put your assets in a trust and own nothing. Put your assets in a trust and own nothing. Okay, that's what I think the future is. And uh, as, as you're growing as an individual, and you get, I say once you get, what did I need to pause about? Pause. Um, As you're growing to the point of $250,000 a year, what did I say? <laughs> I don't know what I said to pause, but pause. As you get to the point where you're getting $250,000 a year, put everything in a trust or an LLC. Own nothing. Oh, I got throttled? Okay, I'm getting throttled. I guess that's what I said. Right, don't take pride in ownership like normies. Normies like, "I own my home and I own this and I own that." That's the past. Oh, throttle too. Okay. The past where you're like, "And I own this piece of real estate. I own this house." Like like that's that's putting making you a target. Now if you're me- that's normie shit. <laughs> that's normie shit. Right, like, and I'm not telling you not to own anything, but don't put stuff in your name like that. Now, if you're just a guy that's a W-2 guy, if you're a W-2 guy and a nine-to-fiver, you clock in, clock out, and you own your house. I own this house for 15 years; it's worth 250 thousand dollars. All right, no big deal. Yeah, the bank owns your home. I've been trying to school people on that. The bank owns it until you pay it off. And not only that, once you pay it off, the, you owe some property tax on it forever. But Bob says, I, he says, I don't know how they are doing. Wait, they are doing as a man, I can't. I don't know how they are doing as a man, I can't. I don't know what that means. Coffee fan says, back in the day, I remember hearing that having a good personality and character was desirable qualities in a man. Now all we hear is height and salary. Do you think things have changed? Yes. But uh, people will also say, this is just the internet. It's just the internet thing. Um, And it is to an extent. I do agree with with people who say, yeah, this height and salary thing is just the internet. If you go out to the general public and you go out to an open event, you see couples. You see couples where the guy is not six foot four um, and all of that stuff. You see couples where the guy's in good shape and the woman's fat. You see couples where it's the opposite. The woman's in good shape and the guy, you're like, why is she with shaggy? And it just doesn't make sense to keep believing that that's the case. However, here's the thing. Those people are already paired up. They're already coupled up. And they're also not immune from the woman or the man uh, monkey branching. So you see them in a moment and you can say, yeah, when I go outside, I see this. But you only see them for a moment. You only see them now. So you can't judge what their relationship is now. Doesn't mean she's not texting sneaky links that are six foot four doesn't mean she wants a man later on. She'll break up with this guy and be with a guy that makes more money or is taller. Doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that. So our social evidence is just a moment. It's just a snapshot. And then if you say, well, in real life, this is this. That's not real life. That was just a moment. So when I go to games and, and events and go out to the mall, you do see for a moment, what's his what is opposite of what we see on the internet but it's just a moment you can't make a judgment like that and say well when i'm in dallas yeah but when i'm in los angeles (laughs) right just what you see at the mall in dallas is not what i see in the mall in los angeles so yes both people are right the internet have women talking about height and money then when they get in the real world they're getting throttled by short ninjas with With their toes hitting their calves when they cuddle, short ninjas be getting peacefully like crazy. I'm a short ninja, and it's never been I've never been lacking despite the fact people think I make content saying I can't get women, right? But it's never been my thing to even brag about that or talk about it. but I talk about it to let you know. I wasn't lacking of getting now was I lacking of high quality women where I had to get in line? Yeah. I lived in Newport Beach. I lived in Los Angeles, San Fernando Valley all my life. It was rough. And it was rough for dudes that were tall. It was rough for dudes that had muscles. It was rough for dudes that were D-list actors. It was rough for everybody. It was rough for dudes that was basketball players. And they were bench warmers for the Clippers. It was rough for them too. Nobody had it easy. Nobody had it easy. So, yeah, there was always a qualification for that women could just throw out there to disqualify you instead of saying, I'm not interested. You see what I mean? When a woman says, uh, well, if you were taller, I might give you a chance. And then what would you say back to that? What do you say back to that? This is how you guys got to get when you hear shit like that. What do you say back to a woman that says, ah, you know, I like guys that are a little bit taller. All right. Or if you were taller, I would keep talking to you. Well, what would you say? And you can say, do the same thing with money. You say, no, not skinnier. (laughs) You say, well, if I was taller, you'd be invisible to me. Mm. And then you can keep it moving. And you put it in her head that you might think, you qualify for the tall guys, but you actually don't. You're invisible to them. <laughs> okay, so you guys got to put shit in perspective. They think they qualify, and they're like, "Oh, well, you don't qualify because I usually date taller men." Well, most of the time, the taller men you're invisible. They're you're you're completely invisible to them. Same thing with money. I normally date guys with money, and nothing date guys. Well, if I had a nice car, you'd be invisible. If I had a car, if I had what you want. You wouldn't be able to fit in my car. <laughs> so there's always a way to get back. If you if I made a million dollars a year, you certainly wouldn't qualify. So yeah, man, it, there's ways to look at it. But I think that um I think that this whole height salary thing, this whole thing is just number one, a way for them to disqualify people without having to tell them they don't like you. Um, and that's the way they can shop you on the Internet by just saying you got to be this size and this amount of money. Well, we know that's a small amount of men and uh, that's their way. I actually had one woman say this and it was somewhat racist, but I repeated. All right, because I'm a I'm a short stature guy. And this woman on her dating profile was saying something like, hey, you got to be this tall. And this woman was six foot one. So and I was like, well, you did say that you had to be certain height. This is what she said. She was like, I have that on there for Mexican guys. This was a white girl. Now in Southern California, Mexican men are known to be short. And so what she was doing is trying to disqualify the Mexicans. I was like, yo. But that was her rationale. That was her rationale. She just didn't want Mexican guys in Southern California. She lived in Long Beach. She did not want Mexican guys to be matching with her. So, yo, it's, you just don't know why people are saying shit. You don't know why people are saying shit. And that was the, that was the her reason for, for saying no short guys. It was because of that. I, I would say, I would say to you, If you are concerned about height and and income, and um, I, I would say if you fix one of them, the other one doesn't matter. As a matter of fact, at the junior college, I have yet to hear one woman negotiate my height since I've been at the junior college. I haven't had one woman negotiate my height. Meaning she never came in and said, well, how tall actually are you? And are you good this and that? Like on 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 Tinder or Bumble, it's always an issue. But at the junior college, zero. Zip. Why? Because I fulfill a, a, another need. Somebody said you're in a Porsche. Exactly. I mean, that, that issue goes away. And they're there for another reason. And they're like, well, he got a Porsche. I mean, something else is going for him. So money fixes a lot. When that part is in the when that part is in the category and they know well I know he has that mu- the height never comes up never but in 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 person you do tend to tend to maybe have to deal with it I would say it's not a big deal but it it comes up it comes up and I think if you want to pair um if you try if you if you want a pair maybe it's not the height thing that's a factor it's something else. Let's just call it what it is. Internet is more of a big deal when you're in when, when you have money in place of that. It's not as big as a big deal for, at, for the same group of women in person. It's a big deal, um, but not as big as a deal on the Internet. That's all I'll say. That's just my experience. Yeah. And also, I've heard even on um on uh dating apps, people have made a deal about my hair. Like. Being bald, which I'm bald. Uh, I shave my head. Some women are like I don't like that. Can you grow your hair in? I had a woman say, Well, I don't like beards. If you cut it off, I would talk to you. What the fuck? Like, that's just them shopping, and that's what you have to understand is that dating apps is a card game. Basically, just imagine a stack of cards in your hand, you're just doing this, 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 and they think they have some semblance of control. And they will say things like this to disqualify you or to see if you will adjust to them. Let me see if this guy will adjust to me and then I'll make fun of him. I'll laugh. He had a beard and he shaved my beard off to talk to me. That shit is like, uh, some guys will do that. Oh, really? You don't like beard? Okay, I'll shave it off for you. It's a shit test. You do it, you put yourself in a lower rung by doing something stupid like that. Immediately, what you guys have to do Is having an abundance mindset. I know people say these things and it's corny. Don't take these things seriously. Most of these girls are just shopping you. They jump in. What's your tie? What do you do? Where do you work? What are you looking for? This is all goofy conversation and and it's wasteful. The fact remains, you just are not going to match with 90% of the women in the real world anyway. You're not. You're not going to match with 90%. If I went outside or and I was the most handsomest uh man, but nobody knew who I was, there would be some women who weren't won't be interested at all. That's just how women work. And now then when you get to the point where you're not interested in 80% of the women, meaning you know they're trash or a waste of time, or you just they're just not appealing to you unless they were easy an easy lay, life gets easy. Life gets super easy. Like you can actually function in the world and it actually makes life very interesting. Like for me, liberal women are bad news to me. I don't care what race they are. Typically, people think I don't like black women because of the way they look, but they tend to be super liberal. um, To their demise, so they get disqualified if I'm just in the presence and there was a room full of black women, 98% of them would be just off limits to me. Just as a as a as a um, as a test model, if I walked into a major city, Chicago, and I walked into a room and it would be like, there's only going to be black women out in the room. I would walk in the room. Ninety eight percent of them will be off limits to me. Like for a serious conversation, for a serious conversation, 98 percent will be gone. Right. And then then including the weave, the bonnet, the eyelashes, it would be a no brainer. There would only be like one or two women I could talk to. (laughs) Right. It'd only be one or two women that I could take seriously. And that's because of just that. Now, you just open it up to a multiracial group and talk about how picky I am now. Where I have astringent qualifications that I would even waste my breath on a woman. I would say probably 10 out of 90 or 20 at best out of uh, uh. Not 10 out of 90, 10 out of 100 or 21 out of 100 would even catch my time. And it makes life easier. It makes life way easier. So I can just go do what I do, move how I move. Um, People don't, you know, people will be like, oh, you know, I'll do him a favor and talk to him. You ain't doing me a favor at all. Ma'am, what do you want? Let's get right to the business. We're not trying to work around this and move around. What what do you want? Let's try to negotiate this shit as fast as possible. Um, If you're taking too long, you know, think long, think wrong. All right, I'm out. So (laughs) it's a beautiful thing, man. Yes, it's a beautiful thing to arrive at this point. When you arrive at this point, your life opens up tremendously. Like people will be like, that woman's out of your league. There's not many women that I go into the world thinking she's out of my league. Now, you might think so, but I I, I know I, I'm speaking the honest truth. I'm speaking the honest truth. There's not many women on earth that are out of my league. <laughs> okay. At all, because I know I can buy one like her at least. I can rent at least one that look just like her. If not her, she always in the game when it come to rental. Now, she might say something weird, like it costs you $30,000. Okay, next. (laughs) Right. But the way the world works today, there's always one that could be got that look just like her. And I know this because I've done it. I've done this for the last year and a half. Women that y'all looking like at crazy have been gotten just like that. And they've been the woman you're fiending over. It could be gotten just like that. So I don't have a sense of like, wow, that's a woman I can't get. That one, these women that are like supposedly out of my league, they look like Monaco models, models you will see in Italy driving in somebody's Ferrari. Now that woman, I'd be like, mm, that will be an expensive night. That's it. No normie chick walking around my city. Will I look at it and go, damn, she out of my league? <laughs> what? What, the, dude? I I used to be there. Th- th- I'm not there now. <laughs> I've seen the little bullshit Toyotas they jump in while I pull off at valet, and they looking, dude. When I when I pull up in valet, and I'm in Vegas, and the valet come around, before my car gets pulled around, I'm getting ignored. Women are like, eh. When my car pulls around and they jump out and I walk in. Bitches be looking. The same women that was ignoring me, they watching. And don't let me be with a girl in the junior college and she jump in the car. They watching, watching. These women ain't out of my league. (laughs) They can be bought. They jumping in the dusty-ass Honda Accord after I pull off. And she thinking, who was that that jumped in that 911? (laughs) Guys, look. If you think women are out of your league, you ain't there yet. You need to reframe your mind. I know people think I'm a lunatic when I'm saying this. But I had a guy telling me some some nasty 304 was out of my league. I pulled her picture up. I'm like, are you crazy? That woman could be bought or someone like her bought for less than $250 to $500. That had a better attitude than that stank woman. What? I've been with women way better than that or just like that for less than a couple of hundred full of toilet. Tw- Are you crazy? That woman ain't out of my league. She ain't even in the league of the men she with. She being discarded and used like toilet tissue. How in the hell did that person out of my league? <laughs> How? She buyable. She wreckable. She discardable. She usable. She been sold and traded and bartered. How is she out of my league? But this is this is just a mind shift. And if you might say, I know she's bartered and traded and discardable. Why would I even go there? I wouldn't even use anything to even be with her. I wouldn't even want to be with her. I, she's been used and discarded too much. That's okay. She's certainly not out of my league. She's way below me. She's way below me. She's wreckable. <laughs> This right here, guys, it is. It's a your life gonna get real easy when you change your mindset. Life gonna get real easy, smooth. You won't get distracted, you won't be thirsty. (laughs) But anyway, I'm just telling y'all what it is. It's nuts. He says more more men, I think more uh, more men need to get this mindset. More men need to do it. Guys, you are completely, many people aren't there yet. You're far, far away. But the value you have, and it don't take much. Now, that listen, it don't take much. And yeah, I could come tumbling down and whatever. You know, you can pray and pray on my downfall. But it don't take much. Because you're extremely valuable out here. They're extremely valuable. You're extremely valuable. It's men who think they're not valuable. Pursuing women who they perceive that have higher value than them. I just don't see it anymore. Because I have a certain exacting standards. I have an exacting standard for myself. Yeah, there are some, some slow Tuesdays that I keep around that do a good job. There are some plain Jane's, but I do have exacting standards of who I will pay attention to, okay? And Instagram baddies, to me, are not as high on the totem pole as you think. They're wreckable. They're sold and bartered. They're traded. They're passed around. They're leased out. They're booked. And they're not as good-looking as they seem in public. I've been with OnlyFans girls and strip. I've been with all these girls that you guys would be like, oh, wow been with them most of them whack <laughs> i mean most of them just do what the other ones do and it ain't all of that it ain't all of that i'm looking at the picture i'm looking at her i'm looking at the picture looking at her and it ain't the same thing it ain't i'm looking at dudes in the comment section talking about how she this and that and they will do this and that and they will do everything for her and give her the world and there she is with her mascara running on my bed and eyelashes on my pillow. <laughs> and it was like, ho hum. And yep, she was su- they be super insecure. And so forth and so on. Especially when it comes to a situation where they know you might have more money than them. Or equal or enough money. They not calling no shops. She lay in there with all of that makeup she put on her face, all on my sheets. And I'm like, and then looking at her trying to comb her hair out as she goes to her next appointment. I'm like, boy, somebody out there going to be thirsting for her as she uh, at the club shaking her ass. Anyway, (laughs) yo, it's a complete mindset. My mindset is in in a different place than a lot of guys. Uh, Simping is not it, but I'm nice Ladies, just to know I'm nice to you, I, I'm a nice guy. Like, I'm not a good guy, but I'm very much laid back, cool, calm. I'm not telling women about themselves. There's no need to tell them about themselves that they don't already know. So I don't need to belittle them. They're always coming in the spirit of humbleness and respect, and and we treat each other definitely with respect and, and at all costs. I don't care if it's a junior college girl. I don't care if it's a girl I talk to here and there. Everything's respectful. I don't need to demean women because they kind of see what position I'm in and they not come in here to disrespect every now and then one person might say something out of line and they know they messed up. One more thing. There's a there's not a lot of me's in this world, but there's a lot of peace leave in this world. You might not think I'm shit. I know that's fine, but there's not a lot of me's there's a whole lot of thems i wish you would get there when you get there it will change your life i'm the rare i'm rare <laughs> i'm the rarity they're not the commodity anymore i mean they are the commodity they're they're the they're the they're not rare what what they are is there's there's, there's hundreds and thousands of them millions of them there's very few me's Very few. And once you get treated like that, you'll see it. You'll get treated. You'll find out. There's very, very few me's in the world. And there's very few me's if you just take black men alone. Take black men. And take black men and put my profile up. Put somebody's profile up. There's very few me's. And I can go from state to state, and there will be very few me's. If I leave Las Vegas, Los Angeles, New York, and I go to any town, I'm rare. (laughs) I don't have to be attractive and strikingly handsome. I don't have to be tall and have muscles. But even then, let's just say I'm uh, semi-muscular and semi-handsome. I'm rare as hell. Rare. So if you're going me, going picking me and throwing me to the side, I'm like, boy, you lost. And I'm not concerned about it. I don't feel any other way about it. This isn't just shit talk. This is something that you can easily accomplish but you got to do what you got to try to change you got to kind of change what you are and if if somebody passes you up dude every 15 minutes another bus is coming another woman's coming right around the corner you, i i, I uh, um uh guys uh co- the people on locals know there's no if, if you're on locals if you're on locals tell these people that and no matter what i show you I'm never lacking, <laughs> right? There's there's always another one within seconds. We're watching it in real time. You're watching it in real times, all right? As soon as I click and refresh the page, as soon as I refresh the page, here's another one. But, yeah, <laughs> they like buses. And most of them ain't offering nothing. I'm super picky with it. I'd be like, nope, no, nope, nope. And y'all be like, coach turning that down? And I'd be like, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. they like, damn, he throwing them away? Nope, nope, not that, nope. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. Teron says, him don't like men's no mo. Indeed, man. Him don't like men's no mo. Shout out to Bob says, they are women. They are women who pay for play now. <laughs> All right, yeah, they. most of them are doing it. Most of them are doing it. All right, they're doing some form of it. So, yeah, when the, when the income comes up, and there will be more and more. Shout out to Young Viking says, Coach, I told you about my crush that I met at a family function. Her mother is friends with my cousin. Should I screenshot her OnlyFans portfolio and send it to her mother to be petty? Her parents are divorced, by the way. I uh, don't do, don't, don't, don't be that petty. I'm petty, but don't be that petty. Don't be that petty. All right, that's a little messed up. Shout out to David. He says, just found out my mom was that freak, Nick. <laughs> right? <laughs> he said, Oh my God, let's play the sad movie music for David. Oh Lord. That's crazy. Somebody said, Coach, leave him on red for weeks. Don't I show you that? And then they be checking back in i will be leaving them on red for months, five months. They'd be like, hey, how are you? Five months later, I don't know, what, what was your name, Sue? I don't even, I'm giving y'all too much, but if you want to join locals, you'll see it on Sunday. I don't even log their names in my phone. I don't know who these people are. Like, I'll be like, who, what's your What was your name again, Samantha? All right, I can't remember. And they don't even know, you got too many hoes or you talking to too many women. Why? They know I'm a rarity. They know I'm super rare. They know the game. They know what business is. They know what time it is. They be like, that was the other girl you was talking to. You got, I got to keep your hoes straight. <laughs> yeah. I don't even log their name. I got to scroll up to the top of the message. Who is this? All right. But um, look, and this isn't no game and no dating coach shit. It's just the reality. I think, Leveraging options. He says, not too many, just not you. Yep, I just don't know. Yeah, okay, we got everybody on the donations. He says, they only get my Google. Yep, they don't even get my real phone, and they know it. Am I in your real phone? Is this your real phone? How come I'm not in your real phone? You're not in my real phone. All right. But um, just for the people who then say... um, Well, it's because it's money and tricking. Let me just tell you something. The same girls you're going after is the same girls over here. So just get used to that. And all you good girls, all you good girls that are on Bumble, you're wasting your time. All you good girls looking for rich men and think rich men are just going to come find you in, 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 in the grocery store or at church or at Barnes and Nobles, you're wasting your time. All the good women sitting here, some man will find me and sweep me off my feet. Good luck. Not in this market. And don't talk about he going to be six figures. He going to meet me somewhere at Applebee's or wherever you try to find your man. Good luck. It's going to be hard out here on your ass. It's going to be hard. Good luck. Yeah, you're going to meet him at the Democrat Fish Fry. This is why you keep meeting bums. Yeah, going to Home Depot. All you're going to get is subcontractors at best and Hector and Ramundo and them talking about oh I can't I'm having trouble meeting men and I can't meet my obligations I'm gonna go to home Depot and ask confused what that's where you meeting men Home Depot God man women out here are in trouble do you realize how in trouble they are they're just waiting for men to approach them <laughs> if the guy's making six figures forget it you know how many women are approaching him you know how many opportunities he's getting in that bat's and you're sitting here waiting for him. Oh, he's going to notice me. Black men were there. Are you joking? I mean, it's actually comical. It's actually comical. Uh, what you have to understand is these men are being pursued, and they're being pursued by apex predators at all times. It's going to be hard as hell for you to get in his log. It's going to be hard as hell. Yeah, and you're 30 and up? Forget it. Forget it. And he got a house and card. He already been married and divorced. Forget it. These dudes ain't just looking, man, we can't find no women out here. <laughs> you think these dudes just like, I'm just looking for women. I just can't find them. I can't find any women. No good women. No, none women, please. These women are coming after men like this. I tell you about the story about, um, we just bullshitting now. I hung out with a couple of dudes at Mastros at the bar Newport Beach. We go to the bar and a dude was sitting there chilling. I'm sitting there waiting for uh, to meet somebody. And um he's he's an older dude. He's wearing a Versace shirt. Now, when you know anything about attire and clothes. When you know anything about clothes, when you see a when you see a shirt like this, and it wasn't a gaudy Versace shirt with the lion and shit. It was just a striped shirt. When you see clothes like this, you know this ain't no Marshall's. This ain't no Robinson's May. This ain't no Sears. This is not no uh this was a shirt. This was this was a cold ass shirt. Yeah, (laughs) his shirt was the shit. I asked, I was like, where'd you get that shirt? And it was a button up. He looked fly as hell. The dude was in his probably mid to late 50s. Bald head. Bald. I think he might have had a beard or a goatee. I can't remember. And so we were talking. There was that was the day that that blonde woman sat on my lap, and she was all in my neck smelling my cologne. She was like, "You're so handsome." She was drunk off of her ass. She put her bony ass body on my, her butt on my, tried to sit in my lap. Okay, and she was like, "You're just so attractive. You smell so good." I got the photo of it, right? So we're chilling. We're chilling. And in comes two women. I I would say they're between the age of 28 and 30 something. We're sitting there, we're eating, laughing, drinking. And he's showing me his junior college. He's showing me the women he went and he texting them. He's like, look at this. This dude's in his mid 50s. He lives in Newport Coast, house probably 10 to 20 million dollars, right? He flyered in hell not married he was divorced and um the previous woman he divorced was a flatback kaylee and he got full custody of his kids so this dude fly as hell he got money and um he's showing me he's women he's showing me his junior college roster he got black girls he got white girls he he got asians this i was sitting there like damn and here comes two women they come into the bar now Conventional wisdom tells us these girls are looking for Chad. This is why I say bullshit. Bullshit on the Chad and Tyrone thing. Chad and Tyrone is a short phase for all women. They don't be hanging out with Chad's Pookies and Ray Rays forever. They do it for a short phase and then they figure it out, hopefully without getting pregnant or STI. They go to Chad Tyrone for a short period of time and Chad Tyrone cleans up all of them and then they get spin dried out. Then they start trying to get their life together. Okay, so I'm chilling. The two girls that came in, two white girls, they're 28 to 30, age 28 to 30. They sit down no longer than five minutes. They're winking at this motherfucker across the bar. They're coy, winking. They're giving him the eye. He notices, I notice it. They ain't winking at me, (laughs) right? And they were basic Beckys. They weren't like blonded, implanted. They weren't dressed like, they weren't dressed like with halter tops. They were dressed decent, like they, they look decent. They were on the hunt. Remember when I told you female lions do the hunt? They were on the hunt for high-status men. They weren't there to bullshit. They ordered a little bit of what they did. They was winking and giggling and ha ha and kiki telling them to come over. He was like, "Nah, y'all come over. Them bitches got right out the chair, came right over. I'm sitting there like they was on the hunt to be somebody's wife. They just trying to get relationship up, wifed up. And I'm sure they didn't have much money in their pocket, but they was there. And who did they target? The highest value dude in the room. And you could smell him. He looked like money. He smelled like money. They walked right past my ass. All right. They went, Your
3: rents do, motherfucker.
0: They went right through it. Skedaddle. And I'm sitting there like, and he was just showing me, and the girls that were. Let me just give you an advice. This because we were talking about women finding men like this, or men in general. Those women didn't even compare to his ex-wife. They didn't even compare to the women that was on his junior college roster. They were way lower ranking than him than those women. But they came right over. Dun dun. Blood in the water, they came right over, thought, oh, I'll just get this old guy, I'll be right in line. No, he's the rarity. You're just like the rest of them, and you ain't even qualifying based on what I saw. You ain't even in the top top eight of what I saw. You just another one. You ain't about to hook this dude in, but they thinking I got him. They thinking I got him. They were just some chicks that probably went to Brown University and. Or Columbia or Cornell or some shit like that. They were just girls like that. That probably grew up around wealth and suburbs and all that stuff. And she thinking, they thinking, let me sink my hooks. They weren't pogs. They were just basic looking chicks. They weren't whores. They weren't skeezers. They weren't bimbos. They were just stock factory issued women. Brown hair, straight. (laughs) Basic blouse, basic Basic heels. They weren't, they weren't like they weren't like hottie chicks. They were just regular chicks. But they came in with the express intent to sit at that bar and be on the hunt. And there it was. Yeah, they were University of California or Stanford grads, basic Becky's. But they thought, yep, yeah, we're gonna go out and find us some rich, wealthy men. Yeah, man, please, man. So I, 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 when you're on this side and you see it, it's actually comical. It's comical, but it was a struggle for me, you know, years ago, because you're looking at who you are as a man and you're going, well, I'm this and I'm not enough of this. I'm not enough of this. You got to fix one area and that area will put you in a different echelon. Now, if people don't see you, they'll say, well, you ain't all that and you ain't this. They don't think that. Yeah, they were USC chicks. They were USC chicks. Yeah, they were definitely USC chicks. Um, Or UCLA. They were kind of UCLA sorority. They were like sorority girl UCLA chicks. So um, the people who don't see value in you don't matter. The people who don't see the value. Let's just say you're like, I'm very valuable. I'm rare. And they say, no, you ain't ninja. Let me tell you something. Them people don't matter. Cause you still registering. (laughs) Cause even when they say you ain't shit, soon as they walk off, you steal the shit. Mm. So it doesn't matter what they think. You actually look at them like, wow, okay. Well, I don't have to worry about what you you still registering. You you still you steal the shit and they're in their denial or they're in their, I just don't see it. Let them don't see it. Let them not see it. It don't matter at the end of the day. <laughs> it's something. I know, man. It's a crazy. It's crazy shit. I'm like, you ain't a damn. You ain't. Okay. Well, I guarantee you. Watch this. Watch me slide over here. And shout out to some brothers I was going to name. They've been out with me. We see what we see. All right? Some big YouTubers and stuff. We see what we see. When we slide in the spot and here in Vegas and we go do that ve- and we do where we go, we go where we go. People treating us with grand respect. All of them, the waitresses, the hostesses, people working in the casinos, people working in the restaurants, the people at the restaurants. They ain't talking about you ain't shit because they know where we are. You have to be somebody to be where we go. You have to be somebody to be where you are. So there's no semblance of he ain't shit. You can talk that shit on the other side of the screen. But where you sit and where I go and where I eat and where I roll and how I roll, you have to be somebody. So there cannot be, there cannot be this idea that you ain't shit when you walk in that door. And you sit down and you eat and you smoke cigars and you have drinks and you you gotta be somebody to be there. But when you at bars chasing Macedon's and and lushes, yeah, you ain't shit. And this dynamic mind change is possible for just about everybody. (laughs) Where are we at? Uh, let's see here. We're almost done. Warrior says, My homie hit me up earlier to borrow money. Says his child support went up to $700 or went up $700 and he needs gas money to get to work. Four kids, two baby mamas. He says, I'm single, no kids. I'm like, screw that free agent lifestyle for life. All right, shout out to you. Damn, it gets bad like that. Abel returns to Eden, says, coach, I sigh for the days when average girls only wore dresses. Yes. I mean, I, you know, I'll be looking for stuff like that. You know, like definitely when the hostesses be dressed up, the nice junior college hostesses, that's right up my alley when they're wearing dresses. Oh, by the way, one of the things that you guys don't understand is, you know, when you're dealing with certain type of people and you you can tell them what to wear. All right. And give them clean, clean instructions when you're in a certain position. Right. So you're like, we're going to meet at this time, at this place. Don't be late. If you're 30 minutes late, consider the date ended. By the way, I want you to wear this. Something like that. They will show up. Like this. I want your hair up. I want it in a messy bun. I want you to wear your hair down. I want this much makeup. I want you to be looking more glamorous. I want your eyeshadow to be. Call that shit out. I want you to wear your toes out. This color nail polish. They'd be like, okay, that they'd be like this.
1: Get them, daddy.
0: <laughs> Get them, daddy. That's what you order. <laughs> All right. That's what you order. That's what I'm going to do. And you can do this as a broke dude with whatever game. You can do that as well. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's kind of the area you're playing in. But when you're rolling on that level, you ain't coming back to these normie chicks talking about, I'm looking for something long-term. I hate players. I don't want any games. I can't go back to this. Just let me, I'm just telling you, I can't go back to this life. I can't go back to dating normie chicks. I refused to date normie chicks. Oh, I've been busy. I'm sorry I couldn't text you back. Looks like you're in the back of the line. I was waiting on for you to text me. I was waiting for you to bring me flowers. You should have knew to bring me chocolates. I can't go back. Can't go back to that. That's y'all's game. You double texting them. They delaying texting you. They checking your text messages in your phone. Oh, no, man, I can't go back to this. You walking up into the bar. Hi, what's your name? Come here often. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, you're just my type. I can't do it. I refuse to do it. (laughs) That's gone, gone, gone. All right, there's no way in the hell I'm doing any of that. Any of that approaching a woman on that shit like, hey, how you doing, miss? Are you from the town? Oh, my Lord. Give me a good pickup line. Oh, my goodness. You must fall. Your feet must be hurting. You fell from heaven. It's boring. It's dry. Conversations are stupid. Most of these people are marginally attractive. They're delusional. I can't do it. And most of them are not even measuring up to what I'm talking to. I'm even close. Maybe if I knock my napping out of the floor, he'll, oh, black men were there. Oh, I went to the bar. We got dressed up. We wore makeup. None of us approached us. I will never approach you. <laughs> like, I know you're, I can see who you are right there. No way. It's a complete waste of my time. I have no interest Yeah, the cookie cutter relationships. Okay, I've been with you sexually twice. Are we where's this going? Where's this headed? I don't sleep with guys on the first date. All of this goofy ass shit which is nothing but lies and lost leaders. They're waiting for a sucker and I ain't it. All right. So go waste somebody else's time. Oh, uh, can you meet on my side of the town? Can we meet somewhere in the middle? Have you heard that? The meet somewhere in the middle chicks. This is Los Angeles. This is, you know, you'll be you'll be miles away from each other, sometimes 20 miles away. These bras will want you to meet in the middle. Because you're playing this game. I'm not gonna go to him and he's not gonna come. I'm gonna make him come to me. Well, we'll meet in the middle. Oh my god, are you joking? Are you smoking crack? <laughs> By the way, the biggest STIs are with normie chicks. So plan on catching the STI and normie chicks go raw quicker than the junior college. Yeah, the people trying to get the leverage and they don't want to give up too much before the other one gives up. And then are you going to pay for half the date? I'll pay for half. Uh, oh, my God. That stuff is like watching paint dry to me. I will never go back to that. There's no way I'm going back to any of that goofy shit. That is like watching paint. I'll watch paint dry before I go to a bar and pick up some chick, and she tells me she don't give numbers to dudes at the bar. Okay, good. Let me find another one. Oh, my Lord. Are you joking? That is the some of the dumbest, I mean, man, people, but y'all put up with that stuff. All right, I'll go find another girl. Oh, man, you like this macking? You like this pimping? Yeah, I'm going to put it in your ear. I'm going to put a little something in your ear, and I'm going to tell you. I'm going to be up front. I'm going to give you that ARC. I'm going to tell you what to do, what color panties you got on. No. <laughs> what color panties you got on? I don't even have to ask, because I told her what color panties to put on. I don't, there's no asking. All right. There's no asking what color it is. I'm telling her. They actually asked me, what's your favorite color? I'll wear it tonight. But, uh... <laughs> on, I, it's a wow. Anyway, let me let me keep you going. But my man brother said, "Abel returns to Eden, says he wants to women to wear dresses. All right. I, I like women in dresses. And I will tell them, I want you to wear a dress. All right. If I want you to look like a hooker, you're a diamond. Dealer. I got a whole bunch of them out here. I could just go out to a Vegas bar and find those. I want you to look like a skeezer. All right. There's plenty of those. All right. I can just go out and find one. Let's look presentable when you're with me because you're about to hop out with somebody. That's somebody. All right. Shout out to Java says, hey, coach, hit me with something from the soundboard out here. You could not live with your own failure. What did that bring you? Yeah. Yeah, said, what's your sign? Oh, I can never be. Uh, I, I find that absolutely the most boringest type of conversations that you can have out here. I can never go back. Portia Specialist says, Coach, take us, taking us on the victory lap. You undefeated. Well, I ain't undefeated, but yeah. You got to find your lane. You got to find your lane. Oh, flaking? You got to deal with flaking. I don't deal with flaking. I, I th- th- Those things never happen <laughs> at the junior college i flaking on me. They know they flake on me. That's it. You know what I mean? They're like, whoa. But they'll flake on you normal ninjas. Twin B says you have been preaching the last couple of days, passing the donation basket, no chicken bones in here. That's a coming to America reference. All right, shout out to you. Thank you for passing that plate. No chicken bones in here. And we like the money that folds. Let me check this out. We are gonna get out of here, man. Gonna get out of here. And no, h- hitting up chicks at the gym. <laughs> no hitting up chicks at the gym. And if you, hey, join my locals if I, if you want to see stuff. Show, join my locals. I don't show you who, but I'll show you what. When you see it, you cannot unsee it. It is undeniable. If you're not over there, you'll still be saying goofy shit. Like people said in 2018, oh, he must be gay or he must be bitter or hurt. You're, you're still going to believe that, and it's actually comical. If you join locals, somebody says, you capping, I'm sure you get flaked on. You even said one time long ago that you normally double book, triple book. All right? That's, that's flaking and getting canceled is two different things. But a bitch no-showing or not showing up, last-minute cancel, that don't happen. All right, that don't happen. That hadn't happened in a long time, but I do double book. (laughs) All right, I do double book just in case. But new people, yeah, you will deal with new people that will come in and somewhat be like, hey, I'll meet, but then they don't want to meet. But not when you got somebody that you're normally dealing with. But double booking is double booking. All right, you will get in the position to double book. Double book. Double book. Anyway. Shout out to the coach gang. I think we got everybody. Maryland guy was the last guy. So do me a favor. Check me out on Locals if you don't believe. Check me out on Locals if you don't believe. If you're still skeptical, just join for a month. You got the old videos as well. Just join for a month and you'll see what we're talking about. This is the free agent lifestyle. By the way, before before you do this, you must go monk mode. Redirect your life 180 degrees, develop a philosophy before you jump in here. Do not jump in here before that. If you jump in here before that, you are not ready. Okay, that's the big thing about it. So don't come over here just jumping into that. You must change your life first. Follow the first chapter of the free agent lifestyle, redirect, repurpose, build, and then it will be all clear. Shout out to the Coach Gang, and we out of here. Peace.
3: Attention, all ladies.